0: Well, hello and good morning, everyone. As you can see, this is Breakfast with Boom. I'm your host, Mister Boomstick XL, and I got a big cheese smile on my face because I had to compose myself because Mister Badbit threw a, a zinger in there right before we went live, and I can't stop going <laughs> laughing. Uh, if you folks would have been in the green room, you would have been laughing too. But we're gonna have we have a great two hour show for you folks. Um, we are uh, listen. The topic of the day isn't gonna change. Uh, We're going to be breaking down uh, the the uh, the fact that uh, Microsoft has confirmed that Sony is going to still have Call of Duty, mainline Call of Duty, all Call of Duties, not a part of Call of Duty, not Warzone 2 and 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 stories are going to stay over here. They're going to get Call of Duty. We have uh, uh, we have it on good authority that Nintendo the Nintendo switch at some point is going to get call of duty as well as even potentially overwatch two and maybe even Diablo four. Listen, I, 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 I said this on the stream last night with pong and Mav on PM in the PM. I said it on the special edition uh, episode of the Xbox factor podcast where Joe was a, uh, was uh, was one of the guests. I personally don't care. I understand if you do, but I, but, before I get into uh um someone that DM'd me, I, I got to give him a big shout out. Before I get to do that shout out, I got to get to the inter, in, you know the introductions. We we'll start first with our very special guest, uh the man uh, the, the, the mouth of the south of Canada. Noof
1: Nookum, what's up dude? How's everything? boom boom kaboom yes it is good to be back on breakfast with boom plenty of it here this morning big topic fantastic panel with mr bad, bad fuzzy belvedere uh good to seeing you on pm on the pm last night that was a great show always good to see you there with pong and Mav. and like i said uh, it's great to be back uh Another Friday morning, and let's let's get right into the Juicy Bits.
0: Yes, well, it's great to have you back here. Uh, we have a lot to get into. Ah, just going into the room, the best voice in the business. Uh, we'll get to you in a minute, Crispy Bomb, but we have to welcome in Joe, Mr. Bad Bit. Joe, first of all, it's always great to work with you. You know I love you like a brother. Uh, I absolutely um, love the work that you do in the PlayStation community. I love with you and, uh, what you and Kyle do on the trophy room. The success that you guys have seen is only, uh, the amount of effort that you both put into the show. Welcome back, brother.
2: Thank you, man. Yeah. We've been hitting all t- types of goals. You know, one of our goals that I just came to the realization this morning was to hit 300, uh, Apple reviews and, uh, this year. And we're, it's February. We're at 245.
0: Wow. So dude, that, it's, that's, that's fantastic. See that, that's, yeah. that, that's the hard work, brother. That's the hard and work. And it's
2: awesome to see that like so many Xbox folks come in and they're like, Hey, I can listen to your show. And maybe not agree with all the things, but I can at least listen and understand and maybe get your viewpoints on things. And like this episode in particular, you know, we talk about this. And we're like, yes, yeah, there's nothing really here. It's like if you want to play it, you play it. If you don't, you don't. You know <laughs> Yeah, life goes on. But you know, this 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 week's episode's a lot of fun as well. Because for the first time in trophy room history, boom, we go to speculation town.
0: That and- is did you know that I was no I'm no longer a co-mayor? I have been promoted to governor. Oh, you're 90s. governor? I am the governor. Yes. Well, let <laughs> me tell you
2: something. You're keeping the streets clean, good sir, because we went downtown. We started a window shop, and we're like, ooh, what's this? Look at that. What are the possibilities here? It was, I'm not going to say I hated it. Did you try the cotton candy? <laughs> you know what? I didn't. Um, I'm on a out. diet, but, you know.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I love it. That's great. If you can't brother. tell. <laughs> No, it's great to have you here, brother. Thank you for joining us. Uh, We got to welcome in, of course, Fuzzy Belvedere. Fuzzy, we didn't expect you here today. I don't know how many people know what's going on, and I'm not going to shout you out, but it is great Mm -hmm. to have you here. You are a family, and uh, we're glad that you're here hanging out with us.
3: Thank thank you so much. Uh, Just needed to kind of clear my head and get away from stuff in the background, but uh, man, awesome topics today. Awesome panel on here. Uh, welcome, Newf. Um, and uh, Mr. Badbit and Crispy. Uh, man, it's it's we're gonna have some fun today. <laughs>
0: yeah, I actually did. I'm, I'm so I'm so into, into the talking, I forgot to start the footage anyway. But listen, let's let's welcome in Crispy Bomb. Now, VJ will be here momentarily. Crispy, I know for an absolute fact you're gonna have a lot to say on this news that broke that well, pretty much broke the internet this week. Uh, you have people for it, people for against it. You have people kind of down in the middle, uh, but I, I, of course, am very interested to get your opinion on it, brother. How the heck are you?
4: Uh good morning, everybody, and what is up? We got bad bit back again. What's going on? And we got the noof. What's up, noof? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be fun, and uh, got you got some crazy good topics this week, so it's gonna be a, a good one.
0: Yeah. You know what? The, the first one I want to open up with isn't a topic that wasn't uh, that I didn't write up. As a matter of fact, this comes to us from a gentleman in the chat that is a big fan of the show. Uh, and I'm a big fan of his because he constantly supports it. And I'm talking about Sith Lord, who I know for a fact is listening. Uh, he dropped something into my DM that I found unbelievably perplexing, but so thought provoking that I wanted to make it an opening topic of the show. So Sith Lord, this is for you, brother. Now this is I'm gonna I'm gonna read from my phone because obviously you know well that's you know what better yet I'm gonna why, why read from my phone when I can just pop it up over here. Let me just get to Sith Lord. There you are, brother. Okay, so this is what Sith Lord had to say, and this is this is something that has not come up in conversation as of yet. I find it to be again very thought uh, provoking. He says, after listening to the Xbox Factor podcast yesterday, I started thinking. I would understand if people would be worried if Xbox or Sony bought whatever they wanted and were afraid of them making them exclusive, not being able to find the console or, more importantly, afford the other system. I wouldn't blame people for freaking out over that. But this is, uh, but they are going to stay multi-platform. People should be p- praising uh, both Sony and Microsoft for staying multi-platform. And I think that that is something that we have not heard. And look, uh, Bungie came right out after the announcement of 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 the of them being purchased by SIE that Destiny 2 and all of their projects moving forward were going to be multi plat I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't believe it, but... You know, it's out there. They said it, and apparently, this that that was a big sticking point with them signing with Sony. A lot of people called it a big alpha Sony, that they have no control of this company. But I think that this is a this is a great business partnership where they're going to show SIE how to make these games as a service successful. And if you if we know anything about Sony, well, they have a lot of great IPs that could uh, certainly be brought back. Perfect example. SOCOM. Imagine having a SOCOM level type of game like Destiny. Sign me up. I'm all in for that. Resistance Fall of Man, what we hear, which we've been hearing is going to come back in a big way, a, a remake. That had a great online system. Could you imagine being able to use what they have with Destiny in, in, in a Resistance Fall of Man? Again, that's for me. I'm mm-hmm. I'm sign me all up. Now maybe because that maybe that's just a me thing, but I, I'm all in for that. So before we get into the actual, um, you know, opinions of the panel on Call of Duty staying on PlayStation and potentially going to Switch, before we get to that meat and potatoes, I kind of want to get people's opinion on the praise that has not been given to both Microsoft and Sony for saying, hey, listen, we did spend some money, but we are going to keep these games multi-plat because we understand well, I mean, listen, the the back end of the conversation is they want money, right Joe? That's they want money. We're not dumb. We we're, we're, we're not dumb animals like you always say. <laughs> but we they but they are PRing it correctly where we matter. I, I if I'm a Destiny guy and or I'm a Bungie fan and I don't have a PlayStation 5 because I don't like Sony, but I like Bungie. Well, am I shit out of luck now? No, I'm not. Joe, I want to ha- hand this ball off to you. Uh, are, are 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 we forgetting to praise the companies for 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 coming out and saying, "Hey, hold, take it easy, folks. Listen, multiplat, it's okay. You're still going to yeah. be able to play every game."
2: Well, it's kind of like like today we just saw Horizon crossing twenty million units. God of War selling two million units on PC. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Praise is the right word I'd use. I think it's. It's the trend that's happening. Okay, I think I, I or you know what better I think for me acknowledgement, acknowledging that this is is happening, that they see profits beyond their ecosystem, and that they're moving forward instead of backward, is really awesome to see. And I would also dare to say holding them accountable for the things that they say um, is is Great. the right approach, right? Um, you know, I saw some people go, oh, oh, they did this because, you know, Sony was so frank about the, the you know, the destiny uh, lack of exclusivity. Right? I, I
0: think that I, I, well, you know what, Joe, I actually was one of the people that said that. I, I don't yes. necessarily know if it's a one-to-one, but it's certainly something I think that they had to do.
2: Yes. And that's what I, uh, you know, I, I, I'm I'm on similar uh, you know, brain links with you or whatever is, is the fact that it's not, it, it, it's, this is a, this is a response because, you know, Microsoft knows that it's a trillion, you know, $2 trillion company, mm-hmm. and it's going to be viewed differently than Sony, which is a billion dollar company, right? Um, that Microsoft is already in so much and they want to seem as open kind and considerate as possible. And so, you know, to me, I, I, I view this move and I view, I view the way Sony's handling it of, this is awesome that they're finally acknowledging and getting past the the boxes thing, right? That so many fanboys love to, whether it's PlayStation or Xbox, every month go toe-to-toe with each other, like somehow they have stake in the company and it matters. Um, you know, to me, this is this is awesome to see and it is what's going to be the future where you're going to get the premiere experience on the box and you're going to get something of quality uh on your competitors system we're we're going down that that road Mm -hmm. and and it's exciting because this is this is so different than what we have seen not just last gen but any gen you know this is this is really exciting stuff. So I'm I'm all I'm all in for this, man. I think this is, again, I don't know, like praising them. No, I I, I think holding a, a holding them accountable because the next move PlayStation might make, however big it is, which I saw some dumb dumb idiots go. Oh, I heard things. It's going to be this and it's going to be that. It's like no, you don't know anything. Stop, shut up. You're doing it for clout. Anyway, nonetheless, I'm <laughs> going out to it, whatever whatever they they purchase we also have to kind of hold them at the same standard of going okay so you're going to keep the same energy why why not
0: yes yeah yeah
2: you know and they should and like 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 you know god forbid they they take just throwing it out there i have no inside source or anything but like they take a you know like a you know let's just say let's just be crazy with this one like they take take two right and they're so then they have a responsibility to me of keeping that same energy and keeping those games on other platforms as well so
0: that's me i mean listen i i think what you're going to see is it, it it you know when they did when they did the purchase for bethesda it was a case-by-case basis right we understood that games like fallout 76 games like elder scrolls online that continues to explode on the scene they just had a huge update uh and a whole new thing come to the uh you know to all, all the platforms I think what you're going to see is when Toys for Bob ultimately makes a banjo kazooie game, right? Mm. That's what we're thinking. That's what I'm hoping. I'm praying to the gaming gods that you know. Obviously, I want my my banjo kazooie. That's going to be an Xbox exclusive, right? That that's. Yeah. I mean, I I mean that's that's that, when well, they think make
2: the Crash game.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, nuts. <laughs> No, no, I mean well again, I, I I have a I have a strong suspicion that certain games mm-hmm. are going to stay uh from this purchase are just going to be exclusive. And I yeah, I think
2: any game that is, is a games as service, a yes. live service game, yeah. is gonna be on multiple platforms. I've said it on my show and I've gotten flack for it. I I, I bet in the coming years Well, maybe this year, won't be next year. You're going to see a Last of Us Factions on an Xbox. Absolutely. I think anything live service is going to be on multiple platforms because the most important thing to those games are engagement and community. And those things go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Uh, You need that engagement. You need those player numbers. And just by going on one platform and staying there, you can't do it. you got to go on multiple and as many as you can. I'm sorry.
0: No no, 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 no! Great, great stuff as always, Noof, Let's get your opinion on this, brother. Uh, not so much to, to, to yeah. your 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 opinion on the uh, Microsoft announcing Call of Duty uh, being multiplat and staying multiplat pretty much forever. I want to get your opinion on what what um, Sith Lord had to say. We I, I, and he, I think he's on to something. I have yet, and I obviously I you know. I'm in these Twitter streets trying to, you know, obviously uh, promote my own brand, promote other brands, mm-hmm. but I'm always looking. And the one thing I have not seen is anyone be like, "Hey, good on you, Microsoft and Sony for keeping these games and not pulling them away from people." He, what are your thoughts on that?
1: It's well, it's huge for the industry. It's definitely a changing of the guard, and things are certainly changing. We've we've said this for a while. We've seen this for a while. The writing's kind of been on the wall. The landscape has changed. If you if you don't think so. Well, look at the fact that Sony finally put their revered first-party games on a PC platform. You know, uh, what's the difference between single-player and multiplayer? It's the word multi, right? Multiplayer games are costing more money than ever. And, of course, in the very competitive landscape, of multiplayer games now where you've got a handful of games kind of ruling the roost and everybody else is a kind of you know you're either gonna you're either gonna come out and be a surprise like apex legends or you're gonna come out and basically fall at the bottom of the pack um and and be a never was uh kind of deal you know we're seeing that sort of Type of thing already with crossfire, but that's the topic for another day. But it's costing billions and millions of dollars, sometimes billions of dollars, to make and produce these games, and they only make back bank when they're played by their biggest audience. And if you're very restrictive of your audience, you've got to be just hoping that everybody, you know, uh that that you just have a mass adoption out of the gate, or um those sorts of things so by being in more places and that's what you say games that live that are games as a service will most likely stay multiplayer because they already have an established user base and it would be a really kind of a douche move to pull people away from that to say well now you can't play unless you're going to play to a restrictive platform uh like i said that's kind of douchey in, in the long term um you know so like, it's, it's a great thing what they're doing, a, a, you know, from a fanboy perspective, sure, because it, it takes away a narrative. It, it it doesn't give you those bragging rights. It doesn't give you that uh, that extra edge, you know, in that debate or conversation, you know, it becomes a very mute point. Um, but like I said, they, they want to reach out. They want to make money. Games are taking longer than ever to produce as well. So having content is king. If you're going to have a, a service, something like Game Pass or playstation and now and you want it to thrive you need constant content and you of course you're going to for you know every game that comes out and, and hits the bullseye there's going to be five or six games that are going to fall by the wayside uh, that people are going to enjoy for a couple of days and perhaps move on it's just this is just the nature of the business uh we're getting over inundated with games right now it's absolutely insane so i mean it's a great move it's it, it's a look and and it's also a leveraging tool right because you know microsoft probably when this is all said and done will probably have the the leverage to sorry what
0: i'll continue so, the, oh. i just brought vj into the, uh, to the studio
1: okay but like you know they'll probably have you know it's a leveraging tool so it's kind of like well, if our competitors do want to play hardball, if they do want to sort of get dirty, we, we do have that in our repertoire. We could pull said certain thing or we could do that. It's not really in, you know, Phil Spencer and the new Xbox machine is in their sort of their wheelhouse, but things have changed, guys. This is not the 360 PS3 yep. era where the ecosystems were so uniquely alike. Now they're very, very different. Every console is sort of doing their own thing, in its own different way and being very successful at it. You know, I mean, look at Nintendo, they, they are the biggest oddball in the whole picture, and these guys are killing it. They are doing nothing the traditional way, they're going against the grain. They're the only guys yet that don't have an online it's even worth talking about, and yet somehow here they are, uh, making money hand over fist, selling consoles like crazy. Uh, but you know, again, Nintendo is, is also fortunate enough to realize they are the anomaly. That they just, you know, they keep striking lightning in a bottle and they're, and they owe it to their hardcore fans, a lot of them who just support them no matter what. Right here, Uh, we sports for the win, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Exactly, right? But they, they know what their audience likes in that terms. Uh, they, you know, and 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 they're satisfied with that because again, and, and this is, and again, it's a stockholders, you guys, as fans. Yeah. Yes, we look at it from one perspective, but you got to remember when you're when you're spending billions of dollars for stuff, there's got to be return on investment, and it's and you don't do these investments if there's not long-term game. You don't do this to go well. We're gonna make a, a couple of million when this is all said and done, and it's all over with. They want to have laundry. We already saw an article that says. Uh, Xbox wants to put it on the Switch, Call of Duty, which would be huge for well for Nintendo. It would be huge for ni- fans that perhaps that's the only place they play and have always wanted a Call of Duty. Heck, I'd be tempted to pick up a Call of Duty just to play it on the go. So, like I would be w- kind of w- dope, dude. I, oh, I'm not gonna
0: front. Yeah, I like it.
1: it's a win-win scenario here. Like, I mean, Microsoft is gonna win, they're gonna get the marketing rights, just as uh death, you know, Sony's gonna get with Bungie. So it's so only they're gonna have the marketing, they're gonna be looked at as the place to play these games. Now, whether they sell more copies on one or the other, uh, but you know, again, it's engagement, right? Again, it's those engagement numbers. And while you might say, you know, you could say I sold 10 million copies on said console, but the other console maybe sold three million, but the people on that console are actually spending more on microtransactions. You know, everything is not cut and dried. It's not. It's not a guarantee. So, uh, at the end of the day, like I said, this is just. It's just a great move. And and until everything the paint dries and, and we move forward, like again, it's it's not just about Call of Duty. It's what did it do with the other franchises? Things like World of Warcraft, things like obviously Candy Crush. And again, it's that extension into the mobile market as well. And I think that's the biggest reason they did this deal was to yeah. give them mobile market. And it's also to kind of back off the competitors. Like you guys said, it's not just about Sony anymore. It's the Amazons and the Googles and people trying to get in this market. And, you know, while Google sort of had a big misstep with Stadia, because I think they got ahead of the game a little too early and, and they didn't have they didn't have the luxury of having 20 or 20 plus years. <laughs> Uh, of being in the game like uh, like xbox did in particular um you know they they learned a lot of lessons along the way they made their missteps but sony or google just tried to jump in and be the be all to everybody and thought they were gonna you know get in with the subscriptions and it didn't work quite work out god only knows but other people will try this is a billion dollar business almost trillion dollar business everybody wants a piece of the pie that's all i can say man And, and again microsoft um they don't care where they get your money as long as they're getting your money
0: yeah no that's that's a that's a great point and i actually agree i think what we're going to see with this generation moving forward is that nothing is going to be the same you t- take your traditional ideologies and kind of put them in the in your pocket because mm-hmm. things are changing and look i don't know how far this is how far reaching this is uh you're not going to see fable on on a playstation because Microsoft is keeping Call of Duty there, I, I I don't see that happening because they they still want to you know lure you to the box. But mm. I, again, I something like uh, an an Overwatch two uh, and, and Diablo four staying on PlayStation again. I I get why people are fucking mad. I, I get it, but I be be mad for the right reasons. Fight the good fight for the good reasons because maybe. They're taking away from people that can't, again, we, we, you know, people who, and this is the thing that, that, that kind of makes me scratch my head a bit. I think that we don't, sometimes we don't look past our own tip of our noses. I'm very fortunate. I have all three consoles, right? I support them all, but I, I, but, and again, I'm not rich folks, not even remotely close. I'm a blue collar dude that retired. So I got to make concessions sometimes. I can't buy everything off the shelf like I used to when I was working overtime because that's just just not the way it works. But I'm fortunate enough to have all three consoles and be able to buy games for it. That's not the case for everybody. So if, if if Call of Duty was locked behind the Xbox and you spent your, you know, all of your you know, birthday money out of your underwear drawer for your PlayStation 5, what do you do? I mean, I know Microsoft gives you a, 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 an unbelievable amount of options to play. You want to play in your computer, you want to play in your TV later this year. You can do that through the, you know, through uh, through cloud gaming. But what if you want? If you are traditionalist, what if you? I, I, I'm a console guy. Like I, I, I want the hardware underneath the TV. I'm an old cat like that. I, I don't, I don't think I'll ever be, uh, you know, oh, streaming only. Is it going to go there? Sure. But but if you're not, if you're not in a position to afford it, again, like Sith Lord said. I can see why people are freaking out, but I I I, I gotta get to the rest of the panel. I want to get fuzzy in on the conversation. Fuzzy, you mm-hmm. kind of have some mixed feelings about this. Uh, <laughs> and that's great. I I love different opinions on it. But before we get to your mixed feelings, are, are should we be praising these companies? Because I, I know they're they're big evil corporations and all they want is money, but but <laughs> I, I get it. I am not a boob, but at the end of the day, this is still a big deal that these mega franchises are going to be able to be played on the opposite console even though Sony owns Bungie now mm-hmm. and Microsoft owns Activision
3: well, I like how Joe used the word acknowledge like it, it praise or at least give them give them their flowers for you know at least making it so more people can play the games and it's it really comes down to the gamers being able to access the games but acknowledge them for it and then keep that, you know. Oh God, I hate using this word, but keep that same energy towards <laughs> them when they, uh, when they do other purchases down the, lo- the road, or or certain things that would make more sense to keep multi plat. Like I'm, I'm thinking in like long term, and I don't want to get into it too much, but it's like looking at a lot of the games that have a very good following or large, um, you know, player base if you can increase that player base, even if it's just a few more million people, like something like sea of thieves, let's say, I mean, they reached, what is it? 20 or 25 million players,
0: 25 million. Yeah. Yeah. 25. So
3: yeah. That's, that's a title that, you know, just like Joe was saying what factions possibly being on an Xbox in the future, I could totally see something like uh sea of thieves being on, you know, a switch and the PlayStation, but, um, I, I'll get into my. would against later. That,
0: Honestly, <laughs> you you would see the numbers potentially double.
3: Yeah, I I, I think there there's you know a, a area to praise them for being able to keep players engaged, keep players happy. Um, but at the end of the day, yeah, they're 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 going to rake in the money. It 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 only makes sense. This is it all comes down to their financial quarterly statements and things like that. So if it means They'll do the nice PR now. By all means, they're going to do it and and stick by it as long as the money keeps coming in. Um, But yeah, it's a good thing. It's a win for everybody. And for the the diehard console warriors, I guess it's time to move to subscription service warriors. So (laughs) (laughs)
2: um,
3: that's great. Yeah, that's great. Those SSWs. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, oh my god, I can't believe it. But uh, yeah. this world is it, really it's... out of control. We we are living in bizarro land. I can that right now. Oh,
3: no, but man. it's a win for, for everyone. So I I'm fine with it. And I, I I think this is you know, moving forward, this is what we can kind of expect in certain certain areas where it's like some of these big companies are going to have to well, I won't say have to, but they should remain multi-plat for the fact that it wouldn't make sense to cut the community in half or or in a you know thirds or something like that. So, I you know, yeah they get their flowers on this one and hopefully you know everybody continues to play nice going forward
0: <laughs> yeah no it, it, it it's it's going to be very interesting to see where it goes but let me read a couple of super chats that have come in the first one of the day comes to us from sith lord who drops a very generous two dollars of chat and says thank you boom that means a lot now listen brother we got to give you your flowers as of course fuzzy just said uh, that was a that was a great comment and i i thought it would it really kind of fell in line with the show so, uh, you know, m- my pleasure to uh, give you the shout out, Phoenix Mune Gaming. What's up, Phoenix brother? How's everything? He drops. I found out a Super Chat and says they're gonna have their cake and making Warzone the main online multiplayer, multi-platform Call of Duty, and eat it too by making campaign Call of Duty Game Pass exclusive. I look, I, I, you know what? Originally, I I kind of was on that camp, and I said, you know, after this public uh, public acknowledgement uh, that. You got to be real careful here because even if you get the paperwork signed, the FTC could reopen the investigation and be like, hey, listen, you lied, Effers, and now we're going to block this deal. and It's going to be a nightmare. Microsoft knows what they're doing. And listen, they want it to pass, and it's going to pass. They had to do th- 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 unfortunately, a deal this big the-, the biggest gaming deal in the history of the world the biggest Microsoft deal in the history of the company concessions have to be made that, that, that's, that is a reality. And I, I, I again, we have to t- 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 like, like Pong and, uh, and steel rain always say, take yourself back and pull yourself all the way out to an RTS view and look at the big picture. I think that's the best way I've ever, I've he- ever heard it broken down. This is it's money. It's, it's, it's a business, right? Uh, uh, Everborn saga, good friend of the sh- uh, program, Always says it's not show friends, it's show business, right? So mm-hmm. I, he's he's certainly to something. Crispy bomb, want to get your opinion on it? Uh, okay, so I again I haven't heard what you said. I'm going to come back around to everybody because I really want to get your you know ramifications of Call of Duty staying multi-plat, What that means to you? I, I, not so much the world, you know, the world of gaming. What does it mean to you? But Crispy, I I, I kind of wanted you uh, to, to to answer the question should we be uh praising the uh, mike both Microsoft and Sony for coming out f- being facing forward and saying hey listen take it easy these games are staying multiplat don't worry
4: <laughs> no <laughs> um there you go. without without um knocking out every other topic i'm going to be very brief and just say the only praise i will give them is them destroying fanboy narratives that is highly enjoyable to me um and i will say that you know for bungie to be purchased that was a requirement and for microsoft to get this through regulatory as quickly as possible this is a requirement and this is going to make it the the quicker it goes through the quicker their stock goes up even higher the quicker everything is all hunky-dory and to be honest what bigger game could you have being on multiple platforms there's no and reason the quicker can you go. can make
2: another purchase.
4: There you go, exactly. so Joe, that's where I was going.
2: <laughs> yeah. So,
4: so without without continuing, because I could just knock out every topic all at once. I'm not going to do that, but definitely the only praise I give them is just destroying fanboy narratives. You should see. I, I was watching them. They're like they're like little rats squealing. They're like, ah, ah, you know what I mean? Like, dude, come on! It was great. It was enjoyable, and uh, you know, we'll get into more of uh, what's going on here.
0: Yeah, we're definitely going to come back around uh, for the uh, the second half of the topic. Uh, VJ, let's get your opinion on this, brother. You've been involved in both retail and in development in gaming. A lot of people may or may not know that you've been a part of multiple shows with me, and uh, we love your 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 very detailed opinions on this. You know, obviously, these companies don't do things because they're good guys. They're trying to they're trying to make money yeah. for their investors. That that is a, a complete fact but obviously two big games call of duty and destiny i I believe stand shoulder to shoulder some will disagree with me on that i that's fine that's we all have opinions that's wonderful but i think that both of these two mammoths uh uh, 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 that have a history with both playstation and xbox uh combined staying multi-plat is is incredibly important to the industry do you praise Microsoft and Sony for doing this, or or is this just as business as usual?
5: Um, I think. Um, oh, good morning, everyone. First of all, sorry, sorry, I'm late. Um, um, I think I think the business model for um, and I'm just tacking on to something that uh, Nuv said. Uh, business models for sort of major companies that produce sort of consumer facing products. If you just look back at history, right? Like any uh, corporation right, or any industry, categorically they they always need to sort of adapt and change, or or, or you're not going to be in business for very long. In um, Xbox's case, is just recently it's a case of what a huge chunk of cash reserves uh, for. Um, I think I said it last week for prime beachfront property, and um, and with that, they no need to pander or placate fans anymore. Um, and um, in Sony's case, I think what purchasing a, um, a little more sort of inland uh, on, a, on, a, on a smart budget, sort of mortgage basis, and it's uh, looking at it more closely. It's, it's definitely um, PlayStation cash flow proof. Uh, cash flow proof, uh, I would say. Right in terms of that, they probably won't even have to go to the mothership, right, to ask for funds to, to pay for that deal. But it's still extremely valuable, right? Some of the panel members have said, right. But the problem is, is that because people react. To these things without thought you can see that there's often i don't know how to put it politely but there's just often a lot of uh, poison being spewed right in and around uh, twitter and social media um and look exclusivity has its place and uh, that's why i have no issue with starfield right new game big budget big risk uh from flagship title needed a big win for game pass it's just just basic strategy right so but it's it's and i've said it on the show before it's an old sort of archaic business strategy that needs to be expanded upon it has its place and it was a major facet for sony and nintendo it still is for nintendo but i think for for microsoft it's very different and i think that microsoft look at it and say it doesn't really benefit them long term and as the panel have already said in terms of i think profitability uh, sustainability and more more importantly sort of um, global expansion and for those idiots out there that say, Oh no, you don't spend seventy billion dollars to make um to make games available on other formats, well, you know what, you don't buy a seventy billion dollar business to only in a few years' time reduce its profitability because that would be a mass, massively yes. inappropriate use of um, of public funding, basically. And that would be a criminal offense, wouldn't it? I mean, it's just pretty basic logic. And um and I think you'd have to you know, you'd, you'd face a, a massive—I um, um, uh, can't remember what the word
0: is. Well, I will say this: uh, you concerned. know what, what you're referring to. If I was a board member, if I was a stockholder, yeah, yeah, be like, would, "Whoa, would be up and hold on yep. a sec! You're talking about cutting our profits in half because you want to lock it behind a box? I don't know about exactly. that." Exactly. Exactly.
5: That's why. That's why I'm saying, boom, you're spot on because that's why I'm saying that the exclusive strategy is is archaic, right? um yes and yes, yes, and, yes. and certain companies you know like i said to you xbox in a year ago well why did they make you know certain bethesda games and i've ex- uh, exclusive well i've explained that right and they were in a situation that they were in they weren't at the time where they actually had prime real estate right they had like a, a corner of beachfront property right and now they own the, the yachting club as well and i think that what they've done is just an extended um uh, a business uh Invite right or VIP membership to Nintendo and Sony, so I don't have an issue with that. And, and anyway, look, the, the point is, Xbox isn't playing along with the traditional business model. That's that's kind of seen that over the over the 18 or 24 months that I've been with you, Boom, that it's very s- s- tribalistic and yes. and it brings out the inward sort of selfishness of fans and what what they what they expect. And and sometimes sometimes the secret is don't mind what happens if you understand the journey, the purpose, and the goal. Uh, stick to your vision. And I think that's what Phil's doing. And, and if you're uncertain of what I'm portraying, right, then I would just look at these facts, right? Firstly, do any of Microsoft's other business divisions sort of uh, preclude any software, services, device, or apps from any other company or industry segment in the world? you know and uh, secondly you know i I mean i i don't do this as a force of habit but i used to because i had to write some of them but do you you know read the boilerplate below every microsoft press release and you'll find the words to the effect of you know microsoft is commitment is committed to diversity inclusiveness and social responsibility right and thirdly just look at Microsoft's mission statement which is plastered everywhere and, and just read the words. And if you're not sure what they mean, then go and look them up in a dictionary. You know, they say something along the lines of, you know, our mission is to be inclusive, empower every person, and more importantly, every organization and company on the planet, right? And and so if you look at just that and don't listen to what I have to say, it's a bit of a bloody giveaway as to Microsoft's business approach and plans since since, what, over the last 20 years, right? And if you ask me, they're just they 've just taken so in the last twenty five years they 've spent a lot of money they 've tried to place Sony and uh, Nintendo at their own game they can't they can 't win that so so they 're going a completely different way about it and I, and I actually think it 's incredibly refreshing if you remember eighteen months ago we were talking about this or twelve or eighteen months ago, you know I said to you, boom, you know um, I, I think Phil's headed towards um, an all inclusive gaming utopia and you know, with the with the acquisition of uh, Bethesda, and then with the acquisition of uh, Activision, and everyone talking about exclusivity, it kind of, I kind of started to sort of doubt what Phil was trying to do. But I think he just bided his time, knowing. As and when, how to play his audience, and I think that's what he's done on on a a, 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 he's been playing us basically. But Mm -hmm. I think, uh, but I have to I have to tip my hat to him because it's exactly what I would have done, right? Because at the end of the day, it's adults making businesses adult business decisions, right? A step towards ending division and conflict. And Game Pass being the best deal in gaming. And exclusives are not the only way to control an industry. You can be open, far more welcoming, far more profitable in the process if you play your cards right, or in this case, Command and Conquer if you're filled. So that's my takeaway. Um, sorry to bring up any. No, year. no, dude, I, listen. I, a, once a electronic again. funny game in the process, but there you go. I didn't mean to sully the conversation. But no, anyway. I, I loved it. I, I, th- I thought it was, again, thought provoking.
0: Look, here's the thing. And, and I kind of want to bring this back around to everyone. Joe, I want to grab you first because obviously we don't know how much time we have with you. Jay Rembrandt, yeah. uh, R- Rembert in, in the chat, good friend of the show, always mm. here supporting Double Barrel Gaming. He says something that's pretty interesting. And I think this is this consensus. Mm. Uh, this community is split down the middle. There is no right or wrong. You are entitled to your opinion. I may not agree with you, but I'm certainly not going to shun anyone for it. He says this, Joe. No offense to anyone, but I came to to the conclusion that we're not going to see eye to eye on this matter, not until Microsoft/Xbox addresses their fans. Now, I think what he's referring to obviously is you know, the, why why is Call of Duty stay he wants to know and and many people in in, in his camp want to know why Microsoft decided to keep Call of Duty uh multi-plat. So Money. I, I, yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, I, I, I love the one-word answer, Joe, but I want you to elaborate on it. Yeah, <laughs> is, 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 is this a future? Now we're getting into the. Now we're getting into the 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 meat and the potatoes of, sure. of, of today's show. The future of gaming has changed. It has changed right before our eyes. Some, you know, too fast for others. For me, I like you. That was a great you, headshot, by the way. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I, I love this gun, by the way. This game, it's got the little X. You can't Same. It's my,
2: it's my favorite gun in the game, yeah. <laughs> I can't
0: miss with it that same. Oh, look, the Jeep is still rolling. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Joe, the, 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 the scope, the field has changed right in front of us. Yeah. Okay. Now, we're not all going to agree that we have to like what, what's happening. But I think at the end of the day, we also have to be realistic that it is a business. Games are becoming more expensive. You know, games, some games, like, like for instance, The Last of Us 2, cost more than a a film in Hollywood. Right? That's a fact. Um, And we're going to start seeing that those budgets are going to balloon even more, um, regardless of the size of the studio, because technology is going to dictate that. These companies need to make their money. Uh we want as as fans of Xbox, we want to pay our fifteen dollars and get the most money for it. Anyone that anyone that suggests that Game Pass in its current format isn't worth its weight in gold, I, I gotta be honest with you, you, you should really evaluate what money is because there is no better deal. Uh I think the reason why we haven't seen Sony's um answer is because when they bought activision and joe i think you made mention of this many times i think they had to kind of refocus like oh hold on a sec man yeah the the, the the model we have that's not cutting the mustard we may have to do day and date even though we don't like it what what are you what are your 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 opinions to what jay had to say
2: i mean they don't have to address anything they already addressed it yeah i think i think what uh you know, it may sound fanboyish, but just please hear me out. Please don't throw stones. My <laughs> I have paper skin. Um, is what Microsoft should have been from the get is um clearly address what these acquisitions mean. Similarly to the way that PlayStation did with Bungie. They said it in the first sentence. Hey, destiny is not going anywhere, destiny remains multi-plat. Bam. There's no, like I have to decipher what desire means, right? It is just plain as day. This is a multi plat experience, um, to, you know, and I, and I, and I get why probably Microsoft isn't as definitive because of course these are bigger acquisitions than that, but when they're like, Hey, we want to make sure that the community is staying where it is, that the community is happy and you know, cultivated wherever they want to play. They're literally saying we don't want to piss off this fan base enough that it already is right now. Um, so we want money, we like money and we're not just going to simply rip a game off of where most of the population of this game is playing on the opposite console, you know, there is a difference. And I've, I've said this multiple times of wanting to be somewhere and having to be somewhere, right? There's a different feeling there. Microsoft wants you to be on game pass. They don't want you to have to be on game pass. They want you there because if you're enjoying your experience, then you're going to be telling your friends all about it rather than, yeah, they strong arm me and I have to be here. Mm-hmm. Right? That's not a good look, just PR wise. And so what are you going to do? Are you going to talk to a fraction of an audience that, you know, is already getting everything they want. You're getting Call of Duty for 15 bucks a month. You're getting every Activision Blizzard thing for 15 bucks a month. You're getting every Bethesda thing you want for 15 bucks a month. What else do you want? Because
0: well, Phil Spencer's stable. gonna get, give they're that to you too, probably. Wow, They're also right. getting uh, the you are uh, uh, also seeing, I wish.
2: You're, you're also seeing Microsoft, you know, Jess Corden even said it put more into exclusives than they ever have in the company history. So mm-hmm. what do else do they have to approach fans with? They're <laughs> literally doing everything. A, a lot of uh, you know to me and it's not towards this question but a lot of you know when I hear people go, "Oh, Xbox can't do anything right in the eyes of the media." I always feel like Xbox can't do right by the by its it seems like ever do fans. right by its fans. Yeah, because it was, it's like whatever yeah. it is, it's just it's not good enough or it's not you know, it's not savage enough to me. It's really about Microsoft evaluating and the bean counters have said it right. You, you may, I may think differently, but a team of accountants literally looked at the optics going. We can't just simply rip this off a platform like we could with elder, uh, you know, Elder Scrolls. We can't simply rip the bandaid off of this, like we could with a fallout right? The bean counters have looked at it and they've literally said, math is proven. We can't do this. So I, I, what I would like Xbox to be in the future with their next acquisition, whatever it may be and whatever size it may be is clearly state in that first paragraph. What are your intentions? Right? Because if let's just say, you know, you have a daughter, she's going to prom, you, you you see your partner there, you're, you're going to ask them, Hey, What's your intentions with my daughter? And if they're like, yeah, so we have the desire to just go out there, have a good time, have, have a, a bowl. Off. <laughs> yeah, I have like I have a strong commitment of treating your daughter. You know, no, it's like, what do you? So what are your intentions, uh, sir? Uh, <laughs> right. Oh, I'm just gonna take her to the dance and I'm gonna bring her right home. That's what you want. That's what you want to hear. That's that's. I feel like where the frustration really lies is that. Microsoft has to play, especially with this yep. acquisition, uh, word chess, yes. uh, because again, this yes. is, this isn't a Bethesda level deal. This is one of the biggest acquisitions, not just of video game history, but of history. Mm-hmm. And they have to word it so particular because this may not be a monopoly, but I, I impair everybody to go to Hogue's video, but, it, but the argument may be of greed right? Mm-hmm. That, that a lawyer could say. So please understand that this is good for you. You're getting literally everything. If, if Let's hope this goes through, because we don't want this owned by uh, Tencent, that you're getting everything you want. Who gives a shit if a PlayStation, sorry, if oh, a PlayStation okay, person like... could play it? Yeah, Who cares if you're getting it for 15 bucks? Well, just like the argument that we've had for years now, when it comes to PC on PlayStation, remember our old adage, yes. who cares if someone else gets to enjoy the thing you're enjoying of another person, the same, that's the same energy I'm having here. Who cares, you're getting it for, I, I'm getting it for 15 bucks, we're getting it for 15 bucks, yeah. right? So yeah. that's that's the thing where I think we're missing. I don't think they, they communicated to the fans, this is what this is. I I definitely feel like it's just a little bit more, yeah, that's they, a transparency, they're, they're but that's what, what they can say
0: because this deal isn't done yet. They, they, yeah. Legally, they can't say as much as they right. want to say. That that's yeah. going to come. Listen, and when the deal what is they signed, do
2: have to say, they they have to say it with, you know, exact almost certainty, mm. right? Like they have to be so carefully crafting yes, each 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 thing because yeah. they don't want to look 100%. like the bad guy. Yeah. And so, to me, that's what this. That's what this really is at, at the end of the day. I, the I world just does
0: not need another Palpatine, Joe. Okay? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you
2: know, it, it 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 is what it is, man. I, I you're still getting all the th- all the stuff you want. It's it's you know? a
0: smorgasbord of games. Noof, I got to yeah. bring you in on the conversation, yeah, but I want you, BFG, who's a good friend of the show, always in the chat. Want to thank you for being here. Want to thank you for making this comment. This is what he had to say. And I want you to attack this, uh, well, not attack, just basically answer the comment. He says this, and he brings up a great point. The problem here is that when Sony money hats a third-party game, and dozens of them, he has them in in quotes, they don't care about Xbox players and what they get to play. But now Microsoft buys studios and IPs, and they should care. But see, and he's on to something with that. There Mm -hmm. is no doubt about it. But here is my rebuttal to that. The reason why you see Sony doing that isn't because they're pricks; they do not have an answer to Game Pass. They exactly. have to they have to figure out a way to get you to buy a PlayStation. Most
2: of other- those games are going to Xbox after it's yeah, timed it's just, exclusivity. Yes, Most yes. of those games are are, are going to be there. I'm, I'm sorry, I knew, I, this one kind of triggered me a little bit. Most of those games are going to be there right? And then at the same exact time, what, what is final fantasy to $70 billion? You tell me
0: what's, what's a bigger deal?
2: Final fantasy seven or final fantasy six, whatever the goddamn number is or (laughs) 70 or sorry, $68 billion. Yeah, and then we can see why, why that's that's not apples to uh, yeah. that's not apples apples that's apples and oranges mm-hmm. exactly. apples are really bananas yeah. if you want my own yeah.
0: opinion but noob yeah. please by all means give us your opinion on this because you're always raw uncut and uh we love it
1: <laughs> well look it's like i said man it's xbox is all in on game pass right this is a huge boost for them and The bottom line is, and I think Joe alluded to it, is would you rather at the end of the day, especially, like I said, the hardcore fans are going to continue to play Call of Duty wherever they're most comfortable, right? But especially when you walk into a store, a lot of the casuals who keep Call of Duty at number one every single year, uh, you know, when that marketing comes out and you see play Call of Duty for this much a month, or you can basically play it for, you know, your full 70, 80, 90 bucks, whatever country you live in, you know, that's that's going to be paramount. That's going to be a huge. That's a big marketing thing. Plus, for the first time in years, you're going to see a lot of Xbox consoles come out with on the package, Call of Duty, right? Home on Xbox, something like that. And, and those little things make a huge difference. And don't tell me that they don't, because... Boy, you know, you walk in and you see that plastered everywhere. You see commercials that constantly say it. That you know, the, it's all about perception. It's not about the reality. It's about the perception of where you can play it. Uh, like, and you're right, boom. The thing is, right now, Sony doesn't have the exact answer as Game Pass. You know, they're 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 pulling at that string. They're starting to dangle the carrot. Jim Ryan and the company knows that in order to stay feasible to. To, to really step up in the terms of, like I said, with the bean counters, they got to do more than just single player exclusives, which again do great numbers and they help sell those consoles. It's a great console seller. We get that. It helps you move boxes, but the boxes don't move Sony's bank account. This is the thing. It's just a yes, thing. great point you know?
0: there, new great that's point. The problem.
1: That's the problem. Like they're, they're going, that's great, but you know what? Even when you're limited. To you know, 100, 120 million consoles, and you're still, you know, 20, 20 million sales is nothing to balk at. That's amazing, right? But you still, when you look at the fact that you're selling 100, 120 million consoles, and you're only hitting a fraction, uh, with your best games, your biggest and brightest, you know, this is not a 50% adoption rate, this is like you know, 10, 15%, and that's your biggest and brightest games. And those are the kind of games that take four or five million to develop. These are the kind of games that take $200 million to make and massive teams, right? This is the thing. Uh, We we saw in the past, what happened in the past generations when games tanked, right? What was the biggest thing you saw? Companies went under. Companies went under. uh, Studios got bought out. All of their talent dissolved. That's another thing that Xbox is trying to mitigate here. Is when they're getting all of these studios, they're basically giving them a safety blank. I'm not saying it can't happen, but because Game Pass is going to thrive on content, it would be counterproductive to be like, yeah, your game wasn't a huge hit for us, so let's just uh, get rid of you guys. No, they're like, well, your game might flop. Well, guess what? Maybe one of our other companies, one of our many other studios is going to have a massive hit that can sort of offset uh, you know, each game's successes, yes. so to speak, well right? Yes. The, the, the eyes are not always going to be on three, four, three, they're not always going to be on coalition now to save the boat, so to speak. You're not waiting on your superstars to come in and pull the ship up for every single time because now you've got so many that guarantee, as I said, you're going to have a few misses. But you're going to have a lot more successes. And success, again, is all in the way that we look at it. Because if you look at some people might say, well, that game, uh, you know, it's only sold so many copies. But if you look at numbers, and I think you had it in your headline too, like you look at the engagement numbers. You look at how many people are playing. Something like you know, some people might look at these and go, Well, that game is absolute trash and nobody plays it, and blah blah blah. But you know, what? you can't balk at the fact that there's 18 20 million people, there's uh hundreds of thousands playing this game every day, like me. Popular, popular uh, game, yeah, it's go. a popular game on Twitch, it's a streaming game. These are things you got to look at too. It's outside revenue and and Call of Duty. What's a what's Call of Duty associated with outside of? an exclusive or whatever it's associated with mlg it's one of the biggest mlg games on the planet and just having it front row and center and probably most likely at this point every time you see an mlg event guess what you're going to see with it xbox marketing game pass marketing all over the place it's going to be in movies it's going to be on the big screens it's going to be everywhere eventually you're not going to get away from Game Pass, and I don't want to be up here tooting the horn. You guys know me how I was a hard sell on Game <laughs> it, Pass, yes, that for years. So if he's saying this, folks, that it, proves a point to you. Yeah, if a hard, old, if an old fart like me finally came around with Game Pass, because eventually I could not ignore its value, I yes. could not ignore the games they were bringing. What does that tell you? And that's what brought me in. When, when you go, oh, well, this year alone, we got Starfield, we got this game, we got that game, we got something else, and I'm adding it up in my head and doing the math, right? And, I, I you know, I'm on a tight budget. Well, that's like nine or ten games that would have cost me easily in the hundreds, and I can play them. Especially because in you're in Canada also. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that for 90 bucks to... a piece, and that's, that's the starting yes. rate. Okay? 90 yes. bucks a piece here in Canada before tax. If you're in Mags territory, heck, you're playing about 110 bucks a game. It's insane. Right, so add up five of those games. You got a console right there, baby. That's that's nuts. So yeah. this is it's the bigger picture. The thing is, game gamers sometimes are too narrow-minded, they're just thinking about the here and the now. But what this does is ensures the future longevity of the studios, Most the franchises, wow. and as well, you get all of those games now. Like the biggest thing, my concern for the thing is not where Call of Duty ends up. My thing is will Xbox step aside and look at their teams and say, you know what, guys, sledgehammer. Infinity Ward. We no longer want you to build a game every year. We just want you to make a great game. Because honestly, I think right now they can keep Warzone going successively and keep the player counts going and they can let those studios breathe a little bit and say, we no longer want you to pump out a game in 16 months and just make it another has-been. We want you to make a great game. We want you to bring this franchise back to when people used to talk about it, like back in the original Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2 era, when the campaigns were truly remarkable. I know it's a little different because there's so many games and so many great campaigns now. I think that's part of the reason everything gets lost in the shuffle you know you become another shooter but you know they have tons of talent tons of potential and the thing is with that franchise more than any other has the recipe for success they've never strayed away from it despite the fact that their games are sort of different from each other but they always have that recipe as we've seen with crossfire man if you don't have the smooth controls if you don't have the game that just grabs you it's going to die quickly. Call of Duty isn't going anywhere. It's going to be around a long time. Love it or hate it, that's the fact. But that is my thoughts on that. I can't make it any clearer. This is about the longevity of Game Pass. Sony is struggling to keep up. They realize that you know yeah. they can't bank on Spider Man because even the, like maybe you could if you had a Spider Man game every year. But if you're going to have them every three, four, five years, that's a long gap, and you got to supply that with something else in between game passes you're already seeing has got tons of games coming in the pipe and pretty soon we're going to see a glut we're going to be looking at these guys going can you guys slow the frig down be, yeah yes, well, real yeah real talk I, I, news please. that's a
2: that's an excellent point that like first off y'all gotta stop stop focusing on what sony's doing or what sony's done or like whatever sony's gonna do what sony focus focus on yourself focus on focus on what what you what the company that you prefer the console you prefer is doing for you if you're Agreed. focusing on what playstation's doing for you well, damn, it seems like you're pretty fixated on that. Focus yeah. on what Microsoft's doing and demand better, or you know, cheer on when they're doing something right. But noof, what, what you said is so accurate. Because look at look at what Sony just posted, right? Mm-hmm. Horizon Zero Dawn, twenty million. God of War, uh over twenty million. Mm-hmm. Yes. Miles Morales, over twenty million. Yep. Spider Man, over twenty, 20 million, million yeah, units. I love it. Love to see it. Four hundred million units right there. And they and they and they're just like, yeah, we need content. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we need we need and more. They,
0: and they and they understand that, and that's why they "quote unquote" money hat games. Like, listen, yeah. I don't think I'm. That's I, why we're I,
2: getting I, the Spartacus because we understand, or, or not? We sorry, I need to distance again. Corporations don't give a shit if I live or die. Um, they understand what's in what's uh, what the, brother what the five what the five year goal is yes. is to get a competitor to game pass and to get subscriptions and to get you hooked look yes. at That's netflix
1: it. as soon as the, as soon as those disney and the marvel shows went from netflix did netflix uh wither and die no they started no. producing more of their own content now they got right. shows coming up the yin yang yep yeah
0: yeah i mean again joe Noof, my god what 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 incredible uh takes and points thank you for that uh crispy bomb crispy i'm gonna do something that i don't normally do because i write these shows and of course my show that i wrote went completely off the rails because we've had so many great comments from people now max city entertainment or ent in the in the chat he says something that's very interesting and i and i kind of want you to uh to give your opinion on it and of course of course g- give us your opinion on the whole uh you know oh, call duties on playstation he says this and this is pretty interesting i'm no longer supporting call of duty or xbox any longer us bots held the line uh this is how we got and, and this is how we get treated it's bs and bots should not be damage controlling this well, I, wait
2: one sec i'm sorry i have to cut <laughs> it i'm so sorry i'm so sorry was this someone in your, your chat
0: Yes, 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 yes. Like right
2: now? Yes. Yeah. Dude, you need to reevaluate your fucking life. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Take a step back. It is a company that again, Phil Spencer does not know who you are. No matter how many times you at him on Twitter. Whoa, that's alarming. Us spots hold the line. Don't be proud of that. That's weird. That's that's well, for, that's a weird first, energy. First, the first that guy thing has. I want
0: to say is that I I don't I I I definitely front against bots and ponies. That's I I, I don't I find, like that. I, I find it's that weird. to be derogatory in, in yeah. my opinion. I don't sure. hate you. I'm not hating on it. I like the question. I like what you're saying, but crispy, this is this is a sediment that's starting to come across not just my timeline. I've seen this in quite quite a many people, um, not just in the chat. But uh, like I said yesterday, I was really shocked. Like it was, it was split decision. Half the people were like, "Boom, we, we hear you." Other people were like, "Boom, I think you're wrong." And and I'm I'm okay with that. I, I, I listen. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Is Call of Duty staying on PlayStation
4: that divisive? I, I I don't even know what to say to that. Like it, like that that cringe face gif right there is is really like, dude, like they don't care about you. It is a company. They are a trillion dollar company. They're going to do whatever they want. Now, if you really think that this doesn't have something to do with the FTC getting involved and all these other things that could transpire, uh-huh. you you are dead wrong because this is an easy play. They could be looking at another company to purchase, and they they are like, you know what, we got to get this through ASAP. Uh-huh. And you got the FTC, and not what? Basically, a week later, you know, a little less than that. All of a sudden, you see this. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not a coincidence. Okay. And you got to realize that they have to, you know, report these things to their investors. So these, these comments will be held accountable. Okay. Because these comments are, are, you know, something that the investors are looking at and saying, okay, now, now this could potentially get them more investments or less investments, depending on how you feel about it. But to get that that into it, it's like telling me that Minecraft doesn't deserve to be on every con- yeah. console. It, it,
2: Crispy, he sounds like he's holding the line,
4: right? You know, he's on the front. Who, you want to know somebody holding hold, hold the line? I'm sitting right here, okay. <sighs> and I'll tell you right now, it doesn't start with thought process like that. <sighs> you got you got to look at people's opinions, and you got to say is is that logical or not. And at this point, they're pushing Sony to do things that they don't want to do, okay. <sighs> but at the same time for Sony to be so open-minded and saying, you know, we'll do this with Bungie because we need their their expertise and we need to get into this games as a service model. We need to have content in our, our newly formed Spartacus. We need to do these things, okay? You could think whatever you want. It is one game, okay? Unless Game Pass goes on PlayStation, you ain't seeing Halo there. You ain't seeing Gears there. I don't know why people think like this and and i want to make up one more point here
0: ahead, remember, when
4: phil, remember when phil uh said you know we're, we're gonna release this on pc there's a certain few people especially one gonna leave it nameless that that went at phil and said you know oh i'm, I'm not supporting this anymore and what did he say so you're mad about people enjoying games you know that that you can play anyway you know in, yeah. in out of context but that's basically what he said yes yeah. and, and it got destroyed okay so you know, your, your comment just doesn't make any sense. All right. You, you can't you can't sit there and say Call, Call of Duty is not such a huge IP that, you know, Microsoft ain't going to make money off it and make great games at the same time because of the money they make off of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's this the, isn't the beaches
2: point. of Normandy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so so just take a step back. If you don't want to play X, I don't want to play with you if you're going to act like that. I'll tell you that much. So. You know, I, I all I have is my Series X sitting in front of me. I have nothing else that's hooked up. Haven't touched PlayStation. I, there's a PlayStation 4 upstairs. None of us touch it. We have no interest in it, and that's because we play primarily multiplayer. So if you you're gonna go to go to PlayStation, go to PlayStation. I got I got no problem with it. But don't sit there and act like you're speaking for everyone. I think that's just asinine.
0: I mean, listen, I I I, I can't argue. I can't argue the point. Um, I have so changed
2: my name. Have you seen my name?
0: Uh, oh yeah, Mister. <laughs> mr Pony it. Bot. Mr. Ponybot, how you That's doing right. there brother welcome to the show i love nothing it much, nothing much uh, fuzzy listen obviously you have some feelings uh yeah. I, I don't have a, a particular uh message to because to, to, i again folks this is this is not me being a d-bag and throwing people under the bus i mm-hmm. think that their questions or their comments are worthy of a conversation for sure mm-hmm. um before I get to you, I just got to uh, thank a couple of people. Uh, Bold Alpha Wolf Pack. Oh, I love the name. He says drops a five out super chat and says one thing: uh, are the ones who have digital copies uh, and uh, and a physical copy, physical don't lose out, and they keep the microtransactions up until the next Call of Duty is made. Yeah, that that's well, that's that that's I, that's standard fare with these companies, specifically with Activision. They made so much money in in my, I think the It was last year, just if you didn't know and you wanted, if you ever kind of want to just kind of put a number to how much money they make on these transactions. uh, Last year, um, Call of Duty Warzone, across all platforms, made $5.1 billion with a B, with a B. Last year in microtransactions, so yeah, that, that that's gonna that's gonna continue, and that's why Call of Duty is gonna stay on multiple systems because you'd be a you'd be a knucklehead to try and. Uh, um, Take that money away from your investors. They, they wouldn't be able to do it. Oh, wait. He drops an additional bold uh, bold alpha wolf pack, drops an additional five hours of chat. Well, thank you, brother, for the generosity. He says, when the deal goes through, Xbox needs to go for the juggler. Call of Duty sales more on PlayStation consoles than anything else. Uh, guess where those sales go if Call of Duty is exclusive. Yeah, but that's the thing. I... I you, you. They, they, because both- you have
2: to or because you want to means a lot to folks. I understand that mentality, but going for the jugular and acting like, you know, you're going to kill PlayStation or whatever. I don't like that logic. I, I don't like that. you you're, you're, you want know, people like, you know, Xbox needs to kill PlayStation. Well, what you're essentially saying is that thousands of people need to be unemployed is what you're saying. Right? Yes. Yeah. When, when, when competition's healthy and people are are, are competing healthy, everybody's winning again when, when, when you say go for the jugular what what does it matter to you if someone is playing on playstation versus you are playing it for 15 bucks
0: yeah versus I, I, the 70 I, I you know what joe i that think that's point, a win no i i think it is fuzzy i, I want to bring you bring the, joe that's a uh, great point and i and i want <laughs> you to elaborate it on fuzzy because the the us versus them thing i don't think that's going away everyone again everyone's entitled to their opinion but people have to understand that what moved the needle for Sony last gen, why they won last gen, was because of the normies, the casual audience, right? That that's a, that's a fact. That's not a that's not a boom theory. That's an absolute fact. Eighty percent of the hundred and sixteen current consoles, million consoles that Sony has out there, are repeat buyers. Like my brother and I, we're good for eight PlayStation Fours in that generation. We bought. We uh we, we both got the original PS4, we got the upgrade, we bought the destiny version, then of course we got the pro, and then I got uh the, the um god of war pro and he got another pro. So we're we're by ourselves, we're good for eight, just the two of us, right? So you're gonna see a lot of repeat buys. because uh, you know, I I I have two Series X, I got a Series S, I have multiple consoles, and I only have one apartment, right? So The big selling point that won Sony the generation last year was price and power, right? The normies saw that the Xbox was a $100 more and that the PlayStation had Spider-Man and God of War and Horizon and games that they might want to play, right? And it was the cool system. It was the in-system. It was the system that people talked about at the water cooler. Well, you have to you have to you have to suspect. And I don't think this is a bit of a stretch me being a, you know, an Xbox first dude. You have to suspect that at some point the conversation is going to move it, "Well, I can't afford to buy $76.43 games anymore because I have to put my child through school or I have to pay my phone bill or I have to pay the rent for my flat." That's the conversation that we are, that a lot of us are forgetting about. And when you look at Microsoft, who has positioned Little Man, meaning the Series S, to be that impulsive buy, it's going to be 250 bucks this fall and when it's 250 bucks it's going to come with a little card that says Xbox Game Pass 3 months for a dollar and if you're mom and pop if your grandma your grandpa or you're someone that likes that has, hasn't been into gaming for a while because you can't afford it you're going to look at that and you say Xbox 250 wow and Game Pass look at all these games Call of Duty are you kidding me and they're going to go and they're going to buy that console so, what what wh- wh- what are your thoughts on exactly what Joe said, Fuzzy? Mm-hmm. Fifteen a month versus seventy six forty three here in New York for Call of Duty by itself, or yeah. fifteen dollars and five hundred games?
3: No, the, the fifteen dollars a month is clearly the the preferred way to go, um, especially like. Well, I'll, I'll I'll start off with the mixed feelings thing because it being an old Sega fan. And, you know, watching the battle between Sega and Nintendo and Sega kind of falling off, but it was them tripping over their own feet type of thing. There was a a small piece of me, you know, like the inner fanboy, kind of like a Frosted Mini Wheats commercial kind of thing. It was like...
1: (laughs) I love it. That's great. That's awesome. You know, uh,
3: I I looked at it as where the games, uh, not being exclusive, it was like, oh, this, you know, this kind of sucks. But the adult in me is like, yeah, you know, I could either, you know, pay $70 or play it on Game Pass. So I don't, I never have to spend the $70 again. But yeah, there there's a little bit of it that was like I wanted the, it to be exclusive at least for the main line. The Warzone I totally understood cuz that, you know, makes financial sense, but um more of that inner fanboy part was just the matter of not to kill Sony cuz I don't want them to kill Sony. I do want them to put not necessarily the boot on the neck, but a little bit more pressure so they have to get more creative in things that they do, or maybe not be the a-hole sometimes with, you know, keeping things away from the Xbox ecosystem. But I have to step back being the adult that I am and having both consoles and having a PC. Yeah, it sucks that street fighters not on Xbox, but I do have my PlayStation there with street fighter already on it. So I still have access to the game. Now, I consider myself fortunate. I know not everyone is going to be able to swing having both consoles or PC or all those combinations. So, by this whole deal with uh Call of Duty remaining there for the PlayStation guys that were never going to buy an Xbox and probably still won't buy an Xbox or probably would buy it begrudgingly, like kind of like uh, Mr. Babbitt said earlier, it's like if you're forced over there, eh, I'm not saying that that's going to make for a toxic relationship within the ecosystem, but. When you force somebody there, they're not necessarily going to be that long term customer. So you may see the engagement fall off where, oh, yeah, you get this influx of everybody that, you know, jump ship type of thing. And then it wanes away and then everybody's like, well, I'll just get my Nintendo Switch. And, you know, both parties lose at that point. Well, not the Nintendo, obviously, but it's it's, I don't know. I I just look at it as, yeah, it would have been nice if Microsoft did that. And I, I look at it as a big W for Microsoft, a little bit of an L for Xbox, and that's just like I said, the inner fanboy in me. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it, it, the Game Pass subscribers—they're the ones that get the ultimate W because, like I said, you don't have to spend the seventy dollars anymore. That was Activision being one of those companies where they did increase the price. That—that—that's a non-starter anymore. Yes, PlayStation is still going to have their their premium experience for ten dollars more. I don't have to worry about that except for the games that I specifically want. But most of the time, I if push comes to shove, it's either wait for a sale or, you know, being a PS Plus subscriber. Some of their games will have that that discount on like pre-ordering and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I think everybody and this is why I joked about, you know, go from console warrior to subscription service warrior is that the Game Pass model is the thing moving forward. Everybody just needs to look at the bigger picture and it's like, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. We don't have that, you know, fanboy list to, to, you know, beat our chests about. Oh, well, but at least we're not spending, you know, the full price right off the bat because also if you, and, and not get into the, Oh, you guys don't buy games. At least we get the discount if we do decide to buy the game. So I don't know. I, I just look at it as the console war stuff. It, it's silly. The subscription service stuff is silly as far as arguing, but we should put more pressure on these companies to keep us um satisfied as far as content, the games themselves. When they're not like, like one thing I, I do want to say, mm. like with Nintendo, um they just had their direct, made a lot of their fan base really excited for things that they showed there.
0: Oh, yes, I was very excited
3: when is xbox going to do something similar are we going to wait until yeah. something like an e um you already had uh, a state of play earlier this year
0: yeah well actually it's funny you should even mention that because i'm literally writing the show for tuesday's xbox yeah. factor podcast and that actually is going to lead the story as to uh you know uh, uh as a matter of fact miles dompierre of windows mm-hmm. central uh, me and him are good friends we've been talking back and forth uh, and uh, we're going to get him on uh, on one of the upcoming uh, primetime gamings in, in, in a couple of weeks. He had put out a tweet regarding that exact point, and uh, I'm going to use it as a talking point for Tuesday's show because I, I think you're onto something. He said something in his tweet. I don't have it in front of me, and I'll reiterate it uh, on Tuesday's show that, uh, like, Microsoft um, – not, not Microsoft, Nintendo – sells hope to their fans, right they mm-hmm. they show us a little bit far out of what's coming and they show us what's coming up front and it's something that we've seen sony do numerous times uh, i would love to see i i don't want the standard xbox shows to come back like they were because i thought they were very cringy they did <laughs> you know the the it's it, they, they weren't good let's just say those that.
2: four hour lord of the rings <laughs> size ones
3: Escape from Panic Room.
0: Yeah, know. yeah, the, the, that was that was awful. That was awful. But again, Oof. we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna harp on that. It th- those yeah. those were terrible. I don't want to see those come back. I, I want to see a forty five, fifty five minute out, you know, fifty five minute show come in. You know, mm-hmm. you give us some meat and potatoes. You show us something that's coming you know a couple of uh, a little bit out and then you end it. you know what I'm saying? you give us some stuff coming to game Pass you show us a couple of indie things in there you get us one big surprise. Hey guess what's coming Here's a trailer for avowed and you shock the world and you get people excited for a vow that isn't coming out for a couple of years, but we also know that's something that's coming into game Pass next month and we're even more excited that that that's what I want but continue yeah.
3: no that that's i I would say instead of you know. I guess getting on Twitter and and you know going all emotional about stuff just direct the energy towards the the your yeah. console of preference and just say hey what's what's the roadmap look like for you know the next couple of months type of thing because yeah. there are things that are announced but there are also some things that it's like well is is there anything else and I know we've gotten used to like the the weekly announcements like oh this just dropped into Game Pass but Sometimes you want a little bit better forecasting for maybe that next big hit type of thing or yeah, something along those lines. And and
2: fuzzy, if I if I could, could and I, I gotta I gotta head on out. Um, mm-hmm. Instead of maybe holding the front line with your fellow bots, maybe you lay down your weapons and. We play games that we enjoy, and we shout out? out the we'll developers. Out. We'll out. Yeah, shout <laughs> yeah. out the developers who work so effortlessly, or so yeah, yeah effortlessly. Yeah, so hard uh, on the on these titles, each and every one of them. Congratulate them. Uh, Those are the people that are making the magic, right? Yeah. Uh, These are the people that are creating the worlds that you're going to get lost in. These are the people that are going to be making those memorable moments. And the reasons why you have such a fondness for Xbox is not really because of Phil Spencer, but more because of the thousands of people that work so tirelessly on crafting those experiences and that's the people we got to be be celebrating Mm -hmm. you know go go reach out developers tell this to me all the time there is no type of serotonin hit better than when someone beats a game shares the credits and thanks the team there's nothing better than that that's what we got to get back to you know none of this armchair salesman stuff Appreciate the people that are making your experiences. That's said, boom. Um, I, I'm so happy to be the villain this episode. Yeah, you know, we're always I'm, I'm too chummy on this show. I gotta, you know, but you know, listen,
0: an F bomb every now and again is good. It kind of it makes the feathers get like we're, we're alive, but listen, Joe, always a pleasure, yeah. brother. Please, of course. Uh, If you're not a fan of Joe, you probably should be because he does run an amazing show with his best friend, Kyle. Uh, It's on all of your favorite RSS feeds. It's also on YouTube. It is the Trophy Room. They do it once per week. And listen, I'm going to be honest with you. you, There's no better PlayStation show than this gentleman right here. Thank you so much, Joe. Enjoy the rest of your day, brother. Likewise. See you guys. You keep it real, Joe. Thanks for that, brother. Uh okay, so VJ, uh, you have a lot to you have a lot to uh to get into here because I know yeah. that you're gonna have some masterful opinion, but let me catch up with some of the super chats. There's been quite a few of them. Uh Keel Walker, good friend of the show, he drops a five dollar super chat and says, Welcome back, King of Fighters, to the Xbox platform. Yes, that is a day one purchase for me. I'm so excited, love KOF, has been a fan since the Sega uh Dr- not the Dreamcast the Saturn days when it used to come out on the Saturn um he says um hopefully we'll see more fighters return to the platform indeed i hope SNK starts bringing cuz you know if you remember they had uh, uh Samurai Showdown uh, a couple of years ago release uh and that's that was awesome uh we also have let's see lewis Augustus uh generous friend of the show he drops a 5 dollars super chat, and he says this, Sony straight up tried to kill Xbox not six months ago, but now we got to act like everything is okay. Xbox has to take the high road. Why? I, I think they have to take the high road because it's business, and this is a big, big deal, but I hear you. We also have um, Argato Sir drops a 5 dollars super chat and says, Microsoft has gotten in trouble in the past for being a monopoly in software and paid dearly. They don't want that Uh, to make that same mistake again love the show well thank you brother and you are absolutely correct the 90s microsoft were scumbags that is the truth and that's why they had a bad reputation for years and recent since satya nadala took over and since microsoft has positioned phil spencer as one of the major leaders in that uh, xbox team well we've seen a transition from Sb uh, Microsoft to inclusive Microsoft, and quite frankly, I like the inclusive Microsoft. But I'm an inclusive kind of a dude. <clears throat> Bold Alpha Wolfpack drops an additional final super chat and says, "So PlayStation doesn't try to run Xbox over with their exclusives." Sounds a bit biased to me, Mister Ponybot. <laughs> <laughs> I own a PlayStation Five for God of War 2018. That's the point. Again, dude, uh, Sony has done some 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 questionable things, but it's a business. I don't hate them for it. I, I'd rather play Final Fantasy VII on my Xbox. I'm gonna be honest with you. Is that gonna happen? Probably not. Knights of the Old Republic. I'm such a stand for that game that when it comes out and when they release a collector's edition, I'm probably buying it on PlayStation because I don't want to wait for however long Sony locked up that deal. Is it is it right? No. It's not right. But I will tell you that this Activision deal certainly levels the playing field into these two and three year exclusives. I don't think I think Microsoft could position themselves like, hey, you know, you keep killing us with these exclusives. You know, maybe that's that's a bargaining chip for Call of Duty. I, I honestly don't know, but we will obviously find out. We have the brightest sun dropping a five pound super chat. Thank you for the generosity. He says in the past, uh, in the post, they commented to keep the games available in the future after the contract contracts expire. They just don't want to remove released games from the store. Yes, that, 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 yeah, if you, straight up, if you read it for what it is, that's exactly what they say, so same thing with Bethesda, they weren't pulling anything off of the PlayStation store, that makes good business sense. Kevin S drops a $5 super chat, thank you for the generosity, Kevin, he says, uh, thoughts on GTA 6, back in Vice City, 2024, 2025, Vice City, yes, thank goodness, I want to return to Paradise City, uh, if you're uh, if you're a uh, Guns N' Roses fan, you know what I'm talking about, um that i love that was my favorite gta uh i loved vice city and i think 2025 to be honest um let's see who else do we have here we up to date let me see hold on yeah we're up to date okay so vj let's get you let's get you in on on this opinion over here uh there's a lot to dig through i I, you've heard everyone's words so i'm not going to uh, propose a question you obviously know what we're talking about um There is a there is a lot of emotion. I mean some heavy emotion and it's not that people are wrong You are allowed to feel how you want to feel. I would never tell anyone. Otherwise.
5: What are your thoughts on it? Well, first of all, you shouldn't allow external factors in your life to determine how you feel inside. That's just moronic and um, and if they don't teach you that at school, and if your parents don't teach you that, there's something fundamentally wrong with society, and you can see it before your eyes, right? In many facets of society, it's disintegrating. Mm-hmm. It's been disintegrating for decades. But I won't. I won't go into that. I'll stick to gaming. So, I'm just going to sort of echo or elaborate on what uh, has already been said by the panel because uh, <laughs> they've really been on their game. They've they really put pressure on me today, <laughs> going last. But look, uh, if you're pining with a petted lip for uh, exclusivity, and petted lip just means, you know, sulking. Um, you're, you're a self-serving, entitled moron. You know, no one can help you. Some denounce or have denounced Sony, right, consistently, right, um, uh, for Sony for, like, um, for for practices, right, such as these in terms of exclusivity and so on and so forth. And the thing is, is that they, they do it with some sort of, misguided sort of inflamed desire for Xbox to you know get games and retaliate in the same way but but I guess the issue that I've got with that it, that isn't that the sort of absolute personification of the pot calling the kettle black and, and and what do we teach sort of young children right or perhaps they don't anymore uh, two wrongs don't make a right and learn to share and an Xbox are doing so since it makes money and Sony are doing so again Partly because of the price they're paying, how they're paying for the acquisition, and because it's bungy. and there is no, not that I can see, and it is early in the morning, so please forgive me, uh, my brain's not fully functioning. I don't think the glycogen's quite reached there. there. There's there's no common sense or morality to what some gaming fans want, and it definitely doesn't make any business sense. I think we can agree to that. And i forgive me if I'm repeating what I said earlier. And I'm not thinking clearly, but. If you think that morals Trump business business ethics, you're not living in the real world. if you want to argue sort of morality, business and strategy, as I said before right the misappropriation of 70 billion dollars whilst operating the largest public company or be sitting behind the desk of the largest biggest largest public company in the world I'm assuming that's true uh, i.e you know misappropriating public funds, that would be criminal. Again, you know, buying a company with what, 40% of cash reserves only to reduce its profitability for what exactly? So gamers can scratch a long sort of historical itch for for justice. It's just it's just really sad, terrible, entitled, and immature behavior, as far as I can see. But from a business perspective, with with Phil and now with A, B, and K, um, not only do they own a major chunk of gaming real estate. They see objective sense and value in inviting Nintendo and Sony, right, as VIP members to the said Club. That I still think that Phil sees the the I think synonymous and the and the and the and the synergistic values that they both bring are invaluable to Xbox for the next ten years. And if I'm Phil, uh, and I'm not Phil, obviously, I'm just saying if I was, right, in a parallel universe, uh, my position uh, as a gaming force is incredibly strong now, right? Because this deal will go through. I no longer have to pander or or be political or placate fans anymore. I see Sony and Nintendo as Microsoft once saw Apple as a beneficial preferred partner with benefits to keep things balanced and with so much more profitability at hand, right? And the positive connotations, right, uh, in the industry and, uh, and in terms of developing the human race, it's... It's a partnership that that brings all of this to the to the table, right? And to Newf's marketing point, which is such an underrated point, but it's incredibly important and it's misunderstood sometimes, and sometimes just you know given given a whimsical look, right? That the Asian market for video games is going to be worth I don't know between one hundred around one hundred fifty billion alone, right? In the next two to three years, right? And Xbox don't have a firm foothold there. It's going to take a long time. So through Nintendo and Sony, they can they can own some of that by proxy because they're not. They're not a third-party owner of this content. They own the company, right? You need to get that through your mind, right, and understand that clearly. And Nintendo and Sony will always have home advantage when it comes to purchasing Japanese gaming companies. So I think it's a really smart move by Phil. Mm-hmm. And just a few, just a few final thoughts, right? Sony and um, Nintendo will follow suit in some guys, as um, as Mr. Badbit was saying, if it's deemed more profitable, but more importantly, sustainable for those guys because they don't have the ability to write off their gaming divisions like like Microsoft can. Right. I'm, I'm assuming it's still in single digits, right. In terms of, in terms of all the other divisions still at nine or 10%, right. In terms of the value of the company, but, or in terms of uh, revenue contribution, sorry. So, and i've said this before those that lead and in this case xbox provide guidance for those that follow right because microsoft yeah. always been the big fish right and they've just been dabbling in this industry it's just that the economics today and tomorrow make far more sense than when they entered the industry in 2020 or prior to that when they were developing the first X, uh, the og xbox to your point boom uh, of um, 5 billion in microtransactions Sony for PlayStation 5 is arguably, you can say that, given the trajectory of PS5 sales, they're going to have a software tire ratio of 1.2 to 1.5 billion, right? If I'm Phil with at least all the Bethesda stuff that I've got on hand and Activision, I want to think about how can I retain and cement 20% of that future business, right? And how can we keep firmly keep Sony in our sites right a bit like when ea you know when ubisoft were were, cl- were climbing up the ranks right and ea stepped in and bought a 20% stake i'm not sure if that's still the case that was about 20 years ago so from Sony alone, with all the software sales over the next seven years, right? Because you've got to stop thinking about the past. You've got to think about opportunity and you've got to think about the future and you've got to think about profitability and sustainability, right? So with all the software sales over the next seven years or 10 years, I don't know what the lifespan of these consoles is going to be. And not just Call of Duty, boom, and, 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 and plus the microtransactions, right? I've done a quick calculation in my head. You've got to be talking 12 to $15 billion in revenue just from Sony, right? And that's after platform fees, right? And secondly, I, I don't think Phil wants to increase the price of Game Pass, and this is to uh, Fuzzy Fuzzy's uh, Fuzzy's point, uh, what he was saying. So I'm kind of tacking onto what he's saying. Doesn't want to increase the price of Game Pass, and we don't want to see an increase in Game Pass just yet, anyway, right? Revenues from Sony and Nintendo help him place popular AB and K games. I'm not sure if the you know the new releases for Call of Duty are going to be day and date, you know, because it's not clear yet. But let's assume they are, right? So you can place all the. Um, all the previous content and new content from AB and K into Game Pass at no additional cost for for current subscribers, perhaps yes. for the next two to three years. And it's a win-win, as Bert Fuzzy was saying, for everyone. And it just makes such logical sense. And I'm nearly finished, so just in case you're getting bored, there no, will be not at all, not there, at all. There will be some discussing these, and there are. Boom, you're absolutely right. There are, and I and I make the mistake of going onto Twitter just before a show, so I can just kind of get a lay of the land, and I end up throwing up. There's there will be some, there'll be some discussing the implications and um, ramifications all while sort of bathing any in some sort of misguided disappointment towards all of this right these guys and i'm talking about xbox and sony and all of this these guys are 9 to 12 months ahead of us in terms of managing public perception they've already calculated how long the fans will carry on whining before they come around to the new more inclusive normal shall i call it right yeah. and can i can i can i say this Ask a, and this is to something that Mr. Badbit was saying in terms of uh, developers that, that just cut off, um, um, caught my fancy, as, as you would say. And you know, before everybody wets their bacon counter in the chat and in the audience, <laughs> <and> <laughs> all, um, yeah, can I, can I just it. say this? Can I just say this? Ask a hypothetical question to any developer, given the given the close proximity in terms of technical prowess of prowess of uh, PS Five, Xbox, PC, or whatever you game on. It doesn't matter, right? And whatever Nintendo's sort of uh, coming up with next right and would they want more people to play their games if funding wasn't an issue if platform exclusive wasn't an issue but the caveat being profitability to the studio would remain the same right so and i would say don't take my word for it go and ask cory right when he teased like three years ago or something saying oh well, this game should come gotta watch come to pc right and ask kadio kojima right and then many 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 others right and look you don't have to take my word for it. You can only—you shouldn't take my word for it. You should just go there and investigate everything for yourself. But anyway, I'm up against the wall now, so feel free to open fire. No,
0: no, no not, not at all. I, I think I think you, you're you're to some heavy points there. First of all, I want to welcome in Dreadpool. Dreadpool, my brother, welcome to the program. You, 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 you're coming in hot, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna we, uh, hopefully you drop it like it's hot. Uh, but before we get to you, Dread, I want to just get, grab a couple of super chats. Uh, the first one got, wow, Bold Wolf Alpha Pack. Uh, uh, thank you so much for the extreme generosity today. He drops an additional $10 super chat. And he says, VJ, don't you understand that Sony's exclusives are what got them ahead of Microsoft in sales last generation? It's not about, I think he's, I think, I'm not sure if this is a, a he says spit i don't know what the, the terminology is it's about spit it's about business so yes and i no one knows that uh, more please. than vj because he was Get yeah, respond to that I, I
5: was gonna say yeah but activision you've got to look at it in isolation microsoft got 35 other teams are you telling me that they've got no potential exclusives that are gonna take, there, take the there's ridiculous
0: amounts of exclusives coming a ridiculous amount yes well, listen, I mean, g- 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 listen, everyone's entitled to their point. This this is wow, man. I, I got to tell you, folks, I'm a bit taken aback on how emotional people are over this, uh, how really split down the, the, the middle that people really are feeling uh, you know, in their feelings or feeling a type of way about Microsoft uh, allowing Call of Duty, a major exclusive that they paid for. And it wasn't again, folks, big picture, man. If you think Call of Duty is the one, it's not. It's it, it's king the mobile aspect Mm. that microsoft wants to be a part of and uh, there's going to be remember i said this first an xbox game pass for mobile that's coming that that is that is they're working on that right now that's my opinion that's not a fact uh but uh uh, gerald mac generous friend of the show he drops a very generous five hours of chat and says shout out to breakfast with boom uh and the esteemed panel salute day To road trip to oak oh he's doing a road trip from oakland to detroit wow dude well be safe because there's gonna be some bad weather this weekend and i'm glad that we can entertain uh that that's what we aim to do here uh big shout out to this chat we had almost 450 people here today and everyone you know has been dropping their bars so to speak um and um you know it everyone's entitled to their opinion i don't hate on anybody but dreadpool are you there sir
6: I am not muted anymore. Yes, what's yeah, up, everyone? Dreadpool. My apologies.
0: You're, you're coming in hot, brother, Ooh. and I I I I'm a, I'm I'm gonna drop you into the boiling hot oil, so get ready. Uh here we go. Um if you've been listening to the show, I'm not sure if you've heard, there is a real divide with the community in regards to uh Microsoft announcing that uh Call of Duty, mainline Call of Duty, as well as of popular those are the words that they use popular activision blizzard games are going to remain multi-plat now the the consensus is some people like myself I, I honestly don't care because i'm winning and on game pass right there but there are some xbox purists that feel this is a sign of weakness for microsoft i, I want to get your opinion on this where do you fall on the exclusivity of of, of, Call of Duty? Isn't Microsoft showing weakness, allowing Call of Duty to to remain on a PlayStation, their their rival in in the
4: market?
6: All right. Um, You know how we use the car analogy? If I buy a Cadillac, you know, I'm not going to let my neighbor drive it. That whole premise, right? right. (laughs) And I use that a lot for for like uh, ZeniMax and everything else, right? So when it comes to that, I still believe in this. However, now we're talking about having a yacht. OK, we're driving around a yacht. Am I going to spend all that money and pay for my own gas or am I going to charge people to come on and party on this yacht with me and then they can pay for the gas and the other added expenses? You know, what I mean, so um, we could keep it here on Xbox or we could share it with wherever where it's already known to sell. Right. And the microtransactions are just more money. So when when you look at it, uh, you you know if you're gonna limit yourself on certain things, you got you gotta be open that you're gonna limit yourself on income too. So w- when it comes to something like Activision, yeah, I I do think that maybe after the deal is done, the ink is dried, the 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 deals have already been fulfilled that were previously, uh, fulf- you know, uh set up for however many years into the future once all that is said and done i i have a feeling that places uh like game pass that have the ultimate game pass bonuses will have features or you know it's like a certain skin like they do yep. for halo i yep. think that's going to be in there to kind of uh, you know if you're into that get you to go over that way usually that's not enough uh so depending on what they do how they do it they can get you over there yet again it's day and date on, on on Game Pass. It's going to be this on Game Pass. It's going to be that uh, on PC. So you're still in the Xbox ecosystem. Yet again, oh, wait, if it's on PlayStation, you're still in the Xbox ecosystem. Just like um, MLB having Sony on, displayed on an Xbox system. So it, it's it's just what it is, you know, uh, for people to sit there and, and be like, no, this is mine. Yet again, didn't we have this issue with Spider-Man saying, yeah, you know, certain things, I understand, they developed Spider-Man, it's not their IP, but they developed the game, so that, you know, that's part of their deal with Marvel to have this game only on their system, right? So if you want it, you gotta go buy it. Same thing we said with ZeniMax, if you want it, you gotta come over here to Xbox and buy it. But this is much bigger than that, you know what I mean? Um... When you when you look at Minecraft, look how big Minecraft is, and that was already set in stone from the deal. It was in in the writing. It has to stay multiplied. I don't know for if it's the main game or all the games, but you notice everything's multiplied when it comes to Minecraft. So it's not like they can't do it, or they won't do it, or they shouldn't do it. It's what's best for the ROI, right? So this, I don't see it as big of a deal. I still think that maybe campaign will be on xbox maybe you know once this all filters out a little bit more they'll have certain things um that you can only get on xbox that you can't get on anywhere else other than if you're logged in and even then yet again what i say you're logged in maybe you still get access to certain things you know i mean you don't
0: you know you're onto something and i and i think that's that's a great point that the perk system uh, that you get currently through uh, on Xbox Game Pass, uh, I, I think I think what we will see is a lot of the bonuses that you were just referring to uh, that we saw PlayStation get, and, and and sometimes they wouldn't even come to Xbox. Well, that 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 coin is going to be flipped. Um, obviously, now that's no longer the case. Microsoft owns the company, so Xbox gamers. Are going to be getting these bonus things now. Mm-hmm. The other thing that we haven't taken into account, and I haven't even talked it, or talked about it with the other members, and because it, it just literally popped into my head, is there a chance that Microsoft does a one year exclusive? Hey, listen, Call of Duty coming out this year for Xbox Game Pass and Xbox players, mm-hmm. X, Sony players get it next year. May, may, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. they pull that. Maybe they turn around and say, Hey, Call of, uh, Hey, Hey, Sony you know, we, we want X, Y, Z in our console. uh, Otherwise we, we, yeah, we will release it, but we're going to release it next year.
6: You know, I could see them doing it. However, I don't think they would, because Phil already said that they, he doesn't want to keep certain things. He doesn't want to
0: fragment the community. Yeah. So,
6: and look at what happened with this last one. Um, the, the, not, not Vanguard, but the one previous, were they they had on Sony an, an exclusive uh, one year for a certain game mode? It finally came out the Xbox and nobody played it. So it's one of those you're you're gonna. Do you really want to bite the hand that feeds you when you do something like that? Uh, do you want to cut off your nose despite your face? You know what I mean. So throw those analogies out there. Do you really want to do something like that that would? put a black mark on phil's um uh words you know yeah everybody still comes back i bought the series i'm sorry i bought the one x because he said it was going to come with vr right come on now things change and it's going to happen they said look it's not going to be as what we wanted so we had to make a decision now yet again do they do something like that where their words are thrown back in their face I wouldn't, I wouldn't think so. You know what I mean? I would think that they would keep it a little bit open and certain things like skins, but everybody can play uh, and have the choice to play against PC, cross-play, whatever you want. And yet only certain skins are only on Xbox where you're not limiting uh, the, the gameplay styles and you're not hampering. Because basically that gameplay style that I spoke of got hampered. You know, when yeah. Xbox got around to it, Nobody played it. Everybody already moved on to the next game. So that being said, though, we don't know how, how if they're going to keep turning these out every year once everything's fulfilled, because I'm sure they still have a yearly project right now to, uh, to push them out because of the contracts. But after that, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. Yet again, yeah. things mm-hmm. change, and as things change, I'm sure they will look it over and make an appropriate decision that they feel is good for them. You know what I mean? Uh, My van breaks down. I have to buy a new car. You know, I'm buying Mm -hmm. what I think is going to be good for my family. You know, I'm buying a a vehicle. I'm not going to buy another van to replace it. Exactly the same. I'm buying something that'll be a little bit more economical in these times. Uh, Something that will definitely be more protective of my family. Cause before it was just me. I had a car you know, then I, you know, got married. Uh, we ended up getting a van. You know, so things change, and this is what people forget. As things change, you make the appropriate choices at that time with what you see and you what you predict, and and everybody that's sitting there and just um, hogging it. Oh, this is mine, 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 mine. You know, no, it's not yours. It's theirs to make a decision. It's ours to enjoy. Um, but you shouldn't be, you know, it's it's same same whole thing that we've talked about before. You know, you shouldn't keep Spider Man behind. Okay, yeah, I get it. I, I agree with that too. However, it's a decision that they made because they were able to make that decision. And this is gonna be a decision that Phil and team will make also on whether or not they want to do the same thing and have a bad um, bad light on it. Because when they said you can't have you can only have it here but you can't have it there. It's the same game across the whole board. all they did is take out this little code that Spider-Man is active. Okay, are they going to do the same thing where they're going to take out this mission? Like um, I, guess, you know I could see them doing it, like I said before, campaign. They could still use the same source code and the, um, um, the assets and just make the campaign something different. I could see that. But that's, you know, that's yet again, what will happen when that time comes and they can do that. In, a great point. Yeah. I mean, listen. Is that I, hot it,
0: enough? That, that's very hot. And, <laughs> and, and, and you know, something, more, more so than that, it actually makes real great sense. Uh, Bold Alpha Wolf uh, drops an additional $5. Super chat and says, oh, my God. What are those those in-development exclusives doing today in terms of console sales? It's doing jack, and let's be real, Call of Duty needs to be exclusive. Dude, I appreciate what you're saying. I appreciate the extreme generosity. But the the thing is this. I've said this before, and I I will, will reiterate it right now. The reason why Call of Duty, it doesn't matter, that it's going to be on PlayStation is because the real exclusive is Xbox Game Pass. I I am telling you, I am I am forecasting, and I, you you can come back into this panel and like boom, you 100 right. The casual audience that goes out to buy a PlayStation for a Call of Duty game is not going to stay on PlayStation when that game is going to cost them 76.43 here in New York. When you can get the same exact experience with perks that you can't get on PlayStation when you subscribe to Xbox Game Pass for fifteen dollars a month, that mm-hmm. is the contributing factor that must be put into the forefront of any conversation. Exclusive, some-
6: yeah, please I'm come on I can in. Add something to that. Yes, absolutely. Uh, okay, we also have um, what is it—a a grocery store or some sort of supermarket that is putting on "Do not buy COD." On PlayStation because Xbox owns it. I mean, verbatim, dude. That I mean, is you, you have the misinformation yes. there, right there, right? Yeah. How many times well, we move. walked in? Yes, you, I know you've done it too. You've walked in to buy a Xbox game, and they're like, Is this for PlayStation? And you're like, No, I said Xbox. I'm wearing an Xbox shirt. I said Xbox. be sure you don't want it for PlayStation? It's better there. Yeah, boom. Just think of this. Now we're seeing the reverse. Just, just think of this, guys. This little bit of
1: content, potentially. Xbox COD version with uh, exclusive downloadable content only available on Xbox, such as play Call of Duty with the Master Chief, the Doom guy, the Wolfenstein yep. guy. Yep, All of these major first-person shooter characters and be able to play with them in a Call of Duty game. Wouldn't that be freaking cool?
0: That was something that's probably going to happen, new That's fantastically put.
2: And, and only Activision. on Xbox.
6: And yep. Activision has a lot more titles than just Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. So one title or two title or three titles compared to how many hundreds do they have that that, that they have they, out there?
3: Maybe outright and 300 that they have licensing, but it may be like a mixed publishing thing or something like that. So there's right. hundreds.
6: So there's hundreds. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and he wants to bring back stuff. I mean, anybody remember Bloodborne that Blizzard put out? Mm. I don't know if any. Does anybody remember? Am I the only Blood, one?
0: Bloodborne?
6: yeah hmm, no no i it's actually a, don't remember it was that. a kind of like a side-scrolling platformer holy crap um, no, i don't remember yeah it's that. A, it's an old one it, it came out uh like on the S- super nintendo i want to say hmm. um but yeah it, it was one of the those those games that kind of came out it was it they came out on the uh some sort of collection that they just had last year mm-hmm. uh they brought it back w- along with some other ones but that's the thing there's so many other ones, you know. We're we're concentrating on Call of Duty. It's not just Call of Duty. It's um, uh, what, what's uh, well. What yeah, we, you ha, you there obviously right? have
0: Overwatch too Overwatch. There coming. You, go.
6: you also have Diablo Four. As yeah, a
0: matter of yeah. fact, Louis Augustus drops a five dollars super chat and says, "You gentlemen are only focusing on Call of Duty, but they mention other popular AB ABK titles. What does that mean? It's not all about Call of Duty. I agree, and I think Thank that." You that those are the two titles that are going to be coming multi-plat. And again, I, I, I hear, again I, I get, I get what people, you know, are fighting on this. Sony kicked uh, Xbox, Sony fans kick Xbox fans in the ribs multiple times last gen. And a lot of people are still holding that as something that bothers them that, you know, Hey, listen, I, I, I get it. You want you, you I've seen the tweets. I want to see Sony crushed into the ground and I could laugh over them. But I, 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 folks, I, I, hear you, man. But I, I just think that we have to look at this as a, as a business. Microsoft is saying the right things. Could they change? Could Call of Duty, you know, the single player be Xbox exclusive? Possibly, I guess. But I, again, that would open up trouble with the FTC if they're promising one thing and then go back on their word. Listen, we're getting close to the end of the show. I got to read these last super chats. We going to get everyone out of here, especially because Noof has got to bounce. Uh, we also got Jay Nichols drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says people like sports teams uh, because when they win you got bragging rights. Phil and his team didn't get that at all. Nobody trusts them like Sony, but they 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 did their victory lap with Bethesda, right? Everyone was. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did they do? Day one after the signature ink is not even dry yet. They confirmed starfield exclusive redfall exclusive that that's the victory lap they can't say anything right now because the deal isn't done when the victory lap comes trust me i'm sure that they will celebrate with the fans and you know we'll, we'll see what happens pragmatic eagle generous friend of the show hey eagle what's going on brother glad to see you here he drops a ten dollar super chat and says uh every one of these ips can remain multi plat and it's still a win for microsoft why their entry into the mobile market and their potential foothold in the PC gaming space. This is this is a win. Not Call of Duty Mobile plus PC. Yeah, and I, I absolutely agree 100% with them, folks. Listen, this has been a great show. Uh, again, 400 plus people here. If you're enjoying the program, hit the like button. If you didn't enjoy the program and somehow or another, I insulted you with my I don't give an f uh, attitude regarding the exclusive did hit the, the dislike button what can i tell you we come here we talk it out we try not to curse joe threw an f-bomb in there but you know it is what it is every it, it, one sneaks in every now and again we try to keep it pg uh let's get to the outros we'll start first with Noof because noof has got to get out in Noof, obviously everyone knows you uh i love having you on this show you brought a, an unbelievable amount of clarity and some sense to the conversation today so i thank you for that by all means, sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone where they can check out your two shows. Also, talk about maybe getting another panel member or two for your night night program. Maybe someone listening may want to reach out to you and say, hey, listen, I I I, I want a podcast, and maybe mm-hmm. you can do that. And, of course, tell
1: everyone where they can reach out to you on social media. For sure. Let me just say it's been awesome. Thanks for the invite. And sorry, I was a little bit late responding ah, to you that, last night, but no, it's always a good. pleasure to be on breakfast with Boom. Amazing panel today Fuzzy, Crispy Bomb, VJ, Dreadpool, and obviously Mr. Badbit, who had to take off a little bit earlier. Always a pleasure to be here. Lots of great points articulated today. And like you said, people don't have to agree with us, and that's fine. It's just our opinions, uh, you know, and. Um, There really is no right and wrong, but it's just how Microsoft is conducting business. You either like it or you don't. You know what? It's your money and it's your choice. Spend it however you see fit um you know and the one bomb we can always count on regardless if it's an f-bomb or not is crispy bomb good to see you (laughs) crispy um yeah so my show is gaming after dark tuesday nights at 10 eastern 8 p.m mountain time yes we did lose the services of the middle-aged game guy but you can find him on primetime gaming with uh, mr boomstick excel and friends and we do miss him dearly the show will never be quite the same without him but uh, those are the facts of life, you know. I've been in the same predicament before. I've had to make decisions and drop podcasts yeah. due to timing and work and things like that, and it, it just really sucks. And there's only so much time in the day to play games and podcasts and and everything under the sun. So um, yeah, but we wish Mag all the best. He's an amazing guy. Like I said, I'm ever for grateful he was able to spend uh, just over a year with us. We still have Titan struggle, and we are in search of another panel member. Uh, but we just want to take our time with it and make sure that whoever gets that prestigious third spot uh, is is will definitely you know be a huge addition for the show. And uh, we'll go from there. And on Sundays, you can catch me with uh, Good Morning Xbox, another entirely different panel. There, a very Xbox centric and PG rated podcast that you can enjoy without mm-hmm. a whole lot of. Um, you know, the other stuff that we bring on Tuesday night. So uh, I appreciate all the support. It's been absolutely amazing. And uh, to all the chat, you guys are awesome. Uh, Thanks for letting me be here today, boom. And I look forward to coming back in the future.
4: Yeah,
0: and it's great to have you, brother. Definitely appreciate you being here. Real quick, Brett Brent, Brett Bingham, generous friend of the show. He drops a five dollars super chat and says, "Bring back Soldier of Fortune." That was a good one, but he, the next one is excites me. Project Gotham Racing, yes, bring that back. I would love to see that come back. Loved PGR. Uh, bring StarCraft. That's coming, dude. I'm telling you right now, World's Edge uh, is is going to is going to uh, team up with um blizzard and they're going to bring back starcraft that would be big he says bring an empire earth the consoles resurrect starcraft ghost i have a strong suspicion that starcraft ghost is gonna come back. I, I just, I just think that that's one of those titles that just never died, and man, it would be pretty dope if Microsoft were to bring that back. Lord Roughness, generous friend of the program, drops a five-pound super chat and says, "Hi, booming panel. I think you were onto something. Xbox could bring Call of Duty out for themselves day and date, uh-huh. and maybe not uh, not a year, but three months after for PlayStation. I, I think that's a, a, certainly a possibility." Uh, but uh, let's uh, let's get Fuzzy out of here. Fuzzy. Uh, listen, thank you so much for being here, brother. Uh, we know what you got going on. and Our heart goes out to you, of course. Thank uh, you, I thank love you. the fact that you were here and, you know, hopefully this took some took your mind off some of the stuff that's going on in real life. And yeah. uh, you had some great points, as always, which is why you are a <laughs> panel member. Tell everyone where they can reach out to you and potentially strike up a conversation. And more importantly, check out and subscribe to your YouTube channel.
3: Well, I want to thank you, Boom, for having me on, and thank everybody in the chat that came out. I want to thank Mr. Bad Bit. I want to thank uh, Noof, want to thank Dreadpool, VJ, Crispy, um, everyone. Just this was awesome, awesome way to kick back and talk about stuff we enjoy. And while we may not all agree, we can agree to disagree, and that's all right too. This is all about fun. And if you're not enjoying the games, then you probably should look at other hobbies. But um, just anybody that wants to hear my ramblings on gaming, uh, you can always follow me or have a conversation with me on Twitter at Fuzzy underscore Belvedere. And for my YouTube, it's mainly like replays right now. I got to do more content. I got to dedicate more time, you know, just being on topic on some of the stuff that's going on in gaming and you know my my point of view on things but uh you can find me on youtube at fuzzy underscore belvedere but once again thank you everybody that came out thank you in the chat thank you on the panel you guys are awesome
0: it's great to have you a part of the conversation brother and once again heart goes out to you and your family uh and uh we'll be uh, definitely can't wait to get you back here next week crispy bomb I know that you still probably have a lot to say, and you know what? Maybe we can get you on a special edition show that I might do next week, depending. We'll see if our schedules could uh, could meet up. But I'm sure that you're going to be talking about this on your other show that you're on. Uh, thanks again for being here, and of course, being as real as always.
4: Uh, it's been a pleasure, gentlemen. Uh, fuzzy, my heart goes out to you, bro. Uh, at Bomb on twitter Bomb 28 xbox live you can find me on retro renegades tuesday night 7 p.m the next podcast 8 p.m thursday and of course back here on breakfast boom friday 10 a.m
0: yes well thank you brother definitely appreciate that and of course vj thank you yes. again brother you brought some major points even though that spot of tea may not have woken you up so early because you mm-hmm. are on the west coast and obviously it's it's three hours earlier but we appreciate you coming and hanging out with us each and every week and of course dropping uh your knowledge bombs that you did tell everyone where they could reach out to you on social media but potentially check out what else you got going on
5: i appreciate that boom yeah it's a bit early for me so my brain's not fully functioning at the moment i think even the the wildlife in my backyard is still tucked up and asleep but um I just wanted to say that um, that gentleman who put in um, his hard-earned money in the super chat to ask me a question or pose a question to, to us, um, I, I just wanted to say my response uh, was unflattering, shall we say, and uh, I respect your opinion, no issues at all. But but for me, Boom, I, I you know me, I don't really care for division and conflict, especially if it makes no commercial sense in the foreseeable future. And And I would investigate, don't have to take my word for anything, I would just go and investigate Microsoft's mission statement and investigate... Uh, how every division works for for a better understanding of their business practices and what's made them successful today, right? And if you want exclusivity and think that's best to overcome Sony, then question Phil, not me. I support and respect his decision. And, And for those that want to put Phil on a pedestal and give him a lifetime award, seem to be the same ones that are questioning him today. You can't have it both ways, right? Am I wrong? But um, anyway, but you can find me on Stubbs Gaming on Wednesday. Uh, we had a really great show this week uh, with the wonderful Miss, Miss Assassin Looper that attended the show. And uh, again, boom! thanks for having me on the show and putting up with me and everybody um, on the panel. Have a great weekend, and everybody in the... And, and the audience in the chat as well. Thanks.
0: Great to have you a part of the program, and uh, we love having you here each and every week, VJ. And, of course, last and no way least, Dreadpool, you came in hot. You dropped it like it was hot. We loved what you had to say. And, of course, like always, you made a ton of sense. Tell everyone where they can check out Breaking Bread with Dread. And more importantly, potentially reach out to you and strike up a conversation on social media.
6: Yes, you could find me on Breaking Bread with Dread on anywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, radio, public radio, uh, just about anywhere. Just look for it, you'll find it. Um, in case you need a some help, look up linktree.com/dreadpool, and it's got my links to YouTube, my Twitter, my TikTok, and I am moving on to some gameplay stuff on another channel called Hoover. Hoover oh, G-G. Nice, dude. Nice. So I, I've been putting some of the. It's just like TikTok for gamers. Okay, so uh, I haven't seen anybody dancing yet, and I'm not doing any dances either, so don't look <laughs> forward to that. Um, but uh, back to to what's going on here, I, I got to thank everybody for showing up. It's awesome. You, you know, it's great to. You got to remember, you got to have the conversation. If we don't have conversations, we don't understand each other, right? And if we just argue and and just never listen to other people's points of view, then we don't learn. All right, So we gotta remember we want varying opinions. We want all this stuff. You want this conversation. We don't wanna have it like a, like a aggravated debate or anything like that. So just remember, let's let's keep it peaceful. Let's talk to each other, let's understand each other, and share our gaming hobby. Right? Oh, I almost forgot. Later on tonight at seven Eastern, right? Husk and I are doing the creator feature for GBTV and we have um Marisha that we're going to be interviewing
0: nice dude she was in
6: the top 20 billboard with one of her songs she is going to release um actually we're going to get the uh the first play of uh, a new song so world premiere So you
0: you got the exclusive brother yeah we got got
6: an exclusive world premiere from her so it's going to be great she's going to play a few songs and like i said one of those songs will be a new song that she wrote nice brother well that's that's big yeah it's awesome i can't i'm shocked so but yeah it's uh check us out 7 p.m eastern
0: nice brother nice well listen folks thank you so much for being here we had well over 400 here today uh closer to 500 which is bonkers awesome uh and i can't thank you enough for supporting double barrel gaming again folks listen uh i'm not always going to agree you're certainly not always going to agree with my opinions on things but i think we can all still remain uh mates and friends and uh and have different opinions and uh and, and you know what again uh, if if you enjoy today's content and you're just finding the channel for the first time consider subscribing we are on the hunt to 25k I, i'm skipping 15 and and, and uh, 20 i want 25k already cuz i want my plaque damn it uh, folks we just crossed 10,000 subs a couple of weeks ago it's a big deal i've only been doing youtube for about 4 years live content for only about 3 so it is i've been Very blessed with the significant success I've seen. And uh, that's thanks to you uh, for tuning in each and every week. So thank you so much for that. And, of course, I want to thank all the Super Chats that come in. Those uh, power the show in regards to giveaways, channel memberships. Uh, Also, if you are interested in becoming a channel member and helping uh, to, you know, again, continue to power the giveaways that we do. We did some really, really big ones. Uh, The biggest one last year was the one that we spent $1,000 uh uh, for christmas and we're going to do that we're going to try and up the ante by at least another 500 and drop uh do a 1500 hundred dollar giveaway for christmas of this year but we do that through the super chats and the channel memberships because we're all about giving back to the community and of course i'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me folks Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he said, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. And I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Breakfast with Boom.